Blog Talk Radio. In closing, this song has become the biggest selling song for the salvation. To each and every one of you, thank you for your contribution for making this song become as big as it is. We'd like to dedicate this song to all the ladies that we have this evening.
tuned to the Cricket Show. Good evening, we... and welcome to the Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Blogtalkradio.com slash the Cricket Show, or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to the Cricket Show at Comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Welcome to the Cricket Show. Another pleasant afternoon in my neck of the woods. Just at Murchfield, but she left us. But um, we have with us Dennis. Dennis, not the menace, but that wonderful song. I'm sure he played it for his dear wife. Am I correct in yes. saying that, Dennis? <laughs> yes, yes thank he you, is having. Yes, she's she's right here listening and participating, and uh, so. We ought to have known yes. that because it's her birthday weekend, that was special. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we have another caller here, um, 470. going to say good afternoon to all of you, all the wonderful people who have joined us. And we hope that you enjoy this wonderful show. Let me just take time out to just give God thanks and praise for us doing another show. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for all that you have done for us in the past. And we pray that you'll continue to bless us, bless the show. We ask that you continue to heal our loved ones and friends who have supported us in the past but are able to do so uh, physically. But we know, Lord, that you can touch their bodies and heal them, bring them back to their normal selves again so they can continue to do your work. We pray for the ones who are Especially, let me just, Lord, bring their names to you. Eunice Francis, my wife, Dr. Leroy Lashley, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Edward Carter, Oliver Solomon, Mertris Nesbitt, Elkomila Willett, Wentworth Solomon, or Wentworth Francis, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ralston Otto, Joseph Guntrup, Willis, and Mona Daniels, Fillmore Hawpike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We pray for them and hope that you will just bring them back to their normal self. And trust that you let the show go on without any interruption. In your precious name we pray. Amen. And let me once more just say happy birthday to your dear wife, um, Dennis. I hope that she may live to see many, many. Yes. Oh, yes, I remember I played a song, Angela, for her some years ago. Yes, indeed. Yes, I just want to say, you know, I hope she lives to live. Angela, I hope you live to see many more years of joy, happiness, and good health. And we are sorry that we bore him from you every Sunday evening and sometimes Saturday morning. So uh, know that he's doing something that he loves and he's doing something worthy for the cause of cricket around the world. So, Dennis, anything that you wish to report? Uh, right, right now, weather is good where I am, very, very hot, and I'm looking forward to it cooling off in two or three hours, give us a little respite, and uh, hopefully the heat and the fire of Northern California will start to um, get under control. But for now, I'm looking forward to another wonderful show today. So let the phones keep ringing. Yes, uh, just let me tell the folks, I think it needs another 18 runs 
from 11 deliveries to surpass the total set by the Jaguars. Um, and they're in the 19th over, 18.1 overs, and they need another 18 runs from 11 balls. Gettable, but they have 148 for three. They have the wickets to spare, so they have to go. They have to go for it, and there's no need for them to do otherwise. In the meantime, let me just bring you the outline. Um, just some breaking news. Not some breaking news, but I'm sure most of the fans in the Barbados must have heard. But the legendary Sir Garfield Tobis, he has been inducted into the USA Hall, not a Hall of Fame, but he has been given a 2021 Lifetime Achievement Award. Lifetime Achievement Award. So that is something that we can divulge on a bit later on. England versus India, the third test match. England, three, four hundred and thirty-two. England, 70, no, well, in, India, 78 and 278, giving England a victory by an innings of 76 runs. Caribbean Premier League is going well, and we are seeing that the standings are as follows. St. Nevis two wins from two games with four points. In second place, the Talawas, two wins, one loss, and one win. They have two points. Finbago, they played three, win one, and lost two. Mm-hmm. And they're in third place so far. The Jaguars, they are playing with two wins, one loss, and one win. They played two matches. Win one and lost the other. They had two points. And then Barbados Royals, they have played three matches. They win one and they lost two. And at the bottom of the table, the St. Lucia Kings, they played two, win one and lost the other. Just to bring you up to date, requiring 160. They need another 18 runs from nine deliveries. And Bravo and Alina at the crease, can they do it? It's possible, but it's a tough, tough, tough assignment. Turning our attention to the ICC T20 World Cup. The T20 World Cup will be start October the 17th, and it'll go until November the 14th. Some 45 matches will be played in the T20 format, and the West Indies will be playing their first match against England on the 23rd of um, October. Looking forward to that day. And the CWI, uh, they have gotten some new partner with a horizon. Uh, to yeah, That's another um, feather in the cap. They have made another sponsor, and we'll talk more about that. New Zealand, uh, touring Bangladesh, and... They'll be playing five T20s from September the 1st to, to September the 10th, and there are five T20s. And a six there by Bravo, it is, to bring up 50, 
and think it's maybe uh, uh, no, is it one two two? Yes, is it Waterford that takes the six? Yes, it's left standard. So he's another another half century. He he has put his name in the running for Corbett from the West Indies. And in a, secondly, we just want to bring you the latest. Um, well, we we skip that for now and tell the folks that the um, yes, and that's all we have so far. We have with us Audley. Audley's on with us, so let me just bring him in. He'll give us the inside edge. Good evening, Mr. Francis, and uh, of course for Mr. Dennis, seeing that he's in California. Good afternoon to you, Dennis, and for the rest of the folks, my fellow panelists, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are in the world, and we're Happy to have you this Sunday evening with us again to talk cricket, lovely cricket. Uh, yes, and um, we have exciting cricket going on right now, of course, because um, the CPL is going on as we speak, and the, um, Leon was trying to give us some score. At least he was giving us some score. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I must say you, you're going in and out as if you weren't close to the, the mic, so you you got to keep up a little closer. You're, I don't know if it's my headset or, or something. Okay, I'm hearing so you fine. Give, okay, yeah. I'm hearing you fine. Okay, so, okay, great. So let me give you the inside edge for oh. the day. Do you, know, do you know the highest margin of win by any side in cricket uh, that has ever been recorded? Yes, it happened back in 1964. Pakistan Railway defeated Dermer Ismail Khan by an innings. And how much do you think get like the innings by an innings and how much runs? You're not going to get it. By an mm-hmm. innings hey. and eight, 851 runs. runs. Mm-hmm. An innings Whoa. and 851 runs. Um, the... the, 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 the um, they made 910 for six declare, put railway in, and the railway side could only manage 32 and 27. Thus, they won by a mammoth margin of 851. Wow. And that's what they call right. an inside edge. <laughs> inside edge. Inside edge. Yes, indeed. Dennis? This seems to be on the road. 164 requiring St. Kitts requires two runs in uh, five balls to win this T20. And going back to the going back to the original um, statement you made, uh, I think I heard you say the Jaguars. I'm not aware that there's a Jaguar in the CPL, Leon. Don't you? No. Is the name a change? Is the Guyana Jaguars, yes. aren't they? No, are they, are they Jaguars? Amazon? Amazon. Amazon, yes. But it's all over by the shouting. It's all over by the shouting. All over. Yes, it's one now. It's, it's, it's three one. and three. Three and yep. three. Yep. Well, 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 well. I think well, this well. is the best start they have ever had, Leon. Well, and who, and who made a difference? You know who is the difference? Bravo. Universe Bravo. No, Bravo. Bravo. Okay. Bravo. Bravo is the So to to Bravo, we say Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. (laughs) 
No longer he, he can we the say the guy's old. No longer can we say Bravo is old because he's doing. So we could say Bravo brought some bravado. Bravo is a evergreen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we good. have a, we have a presentation to, to do this evening, oddly. And mm-hmm. did you give your inside edge? I was. I was, did. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, well, Dennis, why don't you go right ahead with that inside edge? That um, presentation well, of one. Yes, pick it up right away. Yes, if I, you can. I would be happy to uh, oblige as soon as I can. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. yes, I've got it right here. So we've just had the conclusion of the uh, the series West Indies against Pakistan. And uh, I think our coach, Phil Simmons, gave an interview after the events, and I'm responding in time to uh, some of what he has said. And West Indies coach Simmons speaking to Crick Info staff is quoted as saying, West Indies batters have to work out how to get big scores. Excuse me, Phil, just who is coaching the West Indies? Mm -hmm. There are two class of cricketers. First, you have the professionals. These players live work and play cricket as their 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. jobs. On the job training for these professionals is Monday to Friday. This job comes with a physical coach, a strength and conditioning, the mind and body coach. There's a physiotherapy coach to ensure that you bend your knees in the slip-catching position. Then there is a mind coach to make sure that your thoughts are pure and no other distractions. Next up, a batting coach, fielding and bowling coach. All players are adults in the age range 18 to 40. Not a single kindergarten on site in this cricket job work site. The other class of cricketers are the weekend warriors. The 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. office types who get a quick sandwich for lunch and in the process pull a muscle running up the stairs. Now comes the mental and physical anguish. Will he be ready to play next Saturday and Sunday? Absolutely no time for a workout. So when Coach Simmons says better batters have to work out how to get big scores, he is definitely addressing those weekend warriors not the professional class of cricketers. Simmons says the professional cricketers must be better at assessing conditions. Just what are these professionals being taught in their weekday training jobs? Simmons insists that there are signs of improvement. Really? Did we miss the signs in England 2020? In Bangladesh 2020? Sri Lanka in the Caribbean 2021, (laughs) South Africa in the Caribbean 2021, and Australia in the Caribbean 2021. And finally, again, Pakistan in the Caribbean 2021. (laughs) I think I need to call my optician. These spectacles have rose-tinted lens. Coach Simmons says, we, meaning the West Indies batters, See that they can bat. Is that real? How many times 
in the last eight test innings did the West Indies team score 250 runs in an innings? Simmons continued, we've seen a more controlled approach to the start of everyone's innings. My question is this. Has Simmons been watching the same cricket matches that we have been following? Coach Simmons says, the Caribbean has to continue backing us. Well, here is my reply to the coach. Reward is earned for work done, efforts given, and results obtained. West Indies have been woefully lacking in work, efforts, and results. Coach Simmons says, West Indies players are trying to do the things that are necessary for us to be a better test batting team. Well, I say again, after all the training and money that has been spent on learning their day jobs, the return is poor. A weekend cricketer performing his job in this fashion with this result would certainly be in the unemployment line a long time ago. Finally, Coach Simmons, I hope you're listening. He says, spectators, that is, don't see what's happening in the background but they are working hard. Does anyone believe that? These players are hardly working. After the West Indies tour of Bangladesh, I posed the question, was West Indies' performance a flash in the pan or a rebirth? The answer is obvious. That was not a rebirth. So my fellow panelists, what do you think? And the question is open for your reply. That's it, Leon. Back to you. Well done. Well done. Well done, sir. Uh, Audley, your thoughts on that essay? Well, I would have to pick up there by saying um, it was Johnny Nash who sang a song years ago. There are more questions than answers. (laughs) And those are very important questions, I would say, um, Dennis. Um, And I really hope that the coach will be listening, you know, I know sometimes you don't necessarily have to listen live, but it's in the archives. And from time to time, you know, these guys browse the the, the websites and, you know, listen to what's going on, you know, uh, know, in the world of cricket. But those are some very good questions. And, yeah, he will will (laughs) the part where the guys are more cautious in uh, the beginning of the inning. I'm wondering what is happening, and even if they do, do they? What happened after they are very cautious? Do they really stay there and build upon what 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 they have um, started that foundation? That's that's a problem because we have a lot of guys who, um, okay, let's say we're, we're going to slow it down, and um, we're going to try put on a partnership, and then they'll be there um, facing 10, 12, 15 overs. And when you, when you when you look at it, this and then little more here, they're out. And what sort mm-hmm. of way they're, they're giving out? Flashing at a ball that could have been left outside the off stump, right? If they're gonna build a inning, you know, be a Shanda Paul, right? Value mm-hmm. your wicket. Anything that can, you know, if you should, if 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 it does happen that you a ball, you get a real good ball. If the guys been bringing the ball into you, and uh, are been taking the ball away and, you know, keep on going out to the slip here. And you, you leave to, and then eventually you just bring one back in and caught it by surprise. I can understand that, right? 
although you're supposed yes. to defend your, your, your wicket at Adam, but I can understand that. But for the way they have been getting out, just flashing the bat or just touching into this slip area, the wicket keeper, come on. Um, uh, uh, but being the coach, uh, he'll have to say something. But when <laughs> the, the, the question that I would ask, who, who is he saying that, well, we, the, the, the players need to? I, I know Dennis, you addressed that because when he said mm-hmm. he should he he should be talking talking about himself and say, look, this is what we need to go back and work on. Because, <laughs> right. So <laughs> don't tell don't tell us about what the players need to be doing. <laughs> yes, you have to include yourself when you're speaking, Mr. Simmons. Say, look, yeah. you know, this is what we we have we have worked on this over the years, but you know, in, in these days when videos are everywhere. It doesn't matter what sort of mystery bowler you are or whatever. They're going to work out in, in, in a short while because they can slow you down and work out things and things, you know. And even if you're a batsman, they, they, they watch, you know, and then they, 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 they plan for you. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So we're doing our stuff and we're ever evolving. Mm-hmm. But don't talk about what they, what, they, what they need to do. You are the one in charge. You better get You're it done. You're part of it, right? right. No, he, he's out to get it done, yeah. Let's welcome Virgil. He, did, he didn't hear the essay, but um, I'm sure he, he hear your comments. Good evening to you, Virgil. Yeah, good evening to our listeners and good evening to all the panelists. Um, I, 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 I did not hear. Um, I came out late, so I did not hear. Mm. Hey, you're spoken a mouthful, man. Now you start to get the the, the real name now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, <sorry. laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. I hate talking something about with Phil Simmons, but I did not get the whole um, story of that. Well, why don't you give him the gist, um, Dennis? Give him the gist. We have a few minutes left. Well, give him the Virgil, gist. I, we we had we had a report of an interview Coach Phil Simmons gave uh, to Crick Info about the performance of the West Indies recently completed test series and some of the points that he raised um, was that uh, the players have to work out how to get big scores and it strikes me that for the coach to be saying that players have to work out how to get big scores just who is coaching whom? You know? (laughs) The coach Simmons says is, is, they have is, is, is he is, is he the um the owner of the team? Not the owner, <laughs> but the coach of the team. No, but no, no, the no, no, no. The coach, the, the coach can't be saying something. You got to be the owner saying something like that, not 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 the coach because <laughs> you oh, can't be oh. saying something like that, that something like that. You exactly. you, need, you need to go and find. A, mm-hmm. Probably he need to go and find a coach. Here. Well, the, the point is, if yes, the yes. coach can make a statement like that, it leaves you to wonder. Well, why, why, are we we a coach? why are we paying him? You see, the fact no, he is, does, Virgil... He, no, no, he, he needs to go and find a coach to coach the team, <laughs> to let them know what they got to do. Okay. Vir- hey, hey, Virgil? Virgil Simmons says professional cricketers must be better at assessing conditions. You know, <laughs> so my question is, if they have to be better... What exactly are they being taught and trained at when they go for their training with all these various coaches that they have 
you know, starting, you know, mind coach, head coach, physical coach, you know, all of these coaches, why aren't these guys capable of assessing the conditions? So, no. my, I mean, yeah. if he's the coach, I don't understand what a coach's job is because if he's a coach and, I mean, what is his job? I mean, what is he doing to the, to, to the players? I mean, just sit down there, has his face look like a sour dog or something like that and think that, <laughs> that's the way he coach. I, I, I go out on the field with these guys and explain certain things. You know, like one time I see Ambu's out and Ambu's out there telling the guys and them what to do and whatever and whatever. You, you, you understand coming on the sideline and doing certain things. So I want to know what his job is. If you just sit down up there and just relax and just like, okay, I'm the coach, but you better figure out something. Mm-hmm. And no, you know, the Virgil, they criticize Ambu for doing that, you know, going out in the field. He okay. said, that should be done in the dressing room. <laughs> dressing room? And I, as long as it's yeah. work, the thing about it, if you're doing it in the dressing room and it's not working, mm-hmm. And somebody is doing it out there and it's working. What's the best thing? You want results? Yes. Yes. And once they're all present there, it gives mm-hmm. a little bit more energy. The, the whole thing, gentlemen, uh, what, what Simon is saying. I agree with all what he's saying, you know, but when he's talking, right, he should address it, as I said before, and say what we mm-hmm. are doing. We need to be better at assessing the situation because... He is the coach. What he said is true, but I. But no, he, I, he's talking about the guys and exclude himself as if he's separate yeah, and apart, yeah. separate and apart from Separating from what's himself. happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. The, the way I, the way I see it, it's just like it's like how they have the franchise and they have the owner. Is the owner saying something like that? Not the coach saying something like that because Good that means the owner needs to get yeah. another coach. Yes. Yes. All right, folks, but we have come to this point where we have to take a break because the Walter Henry anniversary and birthday hour is up on us. And we have a special birthday coming up. So, Audley, you should know that, right? Yeah. As we enter into Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, yes, it's the time of the evening when we take a look in the cricketing fraternity, and we say happy birthday. Whether you're a cricketer administrator, or hey, we just say happy birthday. It's time when you also can call in five one five six zero five ninety eight fifty, five one five six zero five ninety eight fifty. Welcome today, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Oh, today is the 29th of August. Oh, we, August just flew by, I can tell you, gentlemen. August flew by. Today is the 29th day of August. Okay, special birthday. We're coming up in September, of course. I'll tell you about it a little more. Um, but for today, Alfred Shaw. And who is Alfred Shaw? Alfred Shaw was the man that bowled the first ball in Test cricket way back in 1877, 15th of March. 
over there in Australia. He pulled that first ball to Charles Bannerman. Yes, Alfred Shaw was born way back in 1842. And we have Stanford Shaw, also from, and he's from England, by the way, and also still from England. From New Zealand, John Guy, 1934 there. We have Leonard Butterfield, also from New Zealand. Hibalil Gaikwad from India. We have Romani Pereira, female cricketer out of Sri Lanka. Mohamed Shakira from Kenya. And we have Ashan Malik Jamal from the Netherlands. For the 30th of August, we have Donna's son, Damari. He will be celebrating a birthday. So we know Donna will be coming down to big up Jamari. Uh, happy birthday from the cricket show to you, Damari. Donna's son. Donna is a favorite right here, one of the regulars on the cricket show. Justin Vaughan from New Zealand. Now with Hartford, also from New Zealand. Balo Gumti from India. Pervez Sajad from Pakistan. Russell Domingo out of South Africa. Um, he's a coach of South Africa now. Russell Domingo is from Sri Lanka, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not quite sure of that one. Uh, Natalie Shriver from England, female cricketer. And we have Steve Calix from the Netherlands and Andy McBeer from Ireland. Uh, for the 31st, we have Boxer, one of the hardest hit in heavyweight division, Ernie Shavers. At one stage, uh, when he was in his, his, his record so that in the 40s, I think 45, he has never heard the, the referee um, you have never heard the, the, the wait and listen the, the, the what the judges for. He, he knocked out every opponent or he was knocked out. So hard, man. Ernie Shavers. Well, today he turned on the on the 31st, he turned 77, believe it or not. Ali say what that was the guy that hit him the hardest, Ernie Shavers. And also, Mr. Clive Lloyd out of Guyana, West Indies, of course. Um, played 110 test matches and he captained the West Indies 74 of those. He turns also turned 77 on the third verse. You're going up there, sir. Clive Lloyd, happy birthday when he comes. From New Zealand, Craig Cummins and Willie Watson. George McGregor from England. Chris Rogers from Australia along with Alex Blackwell and Chad Sayers. Jagannath Srinath. From India, he turns 52, and also the 31st will be the Independence Day of Trinidad and Tobago, 1962. They got their independence about the 31st of August. So to all the Trinis, Trinis and Trinidad and Tobago people, it's happy Independence Day when it comes on the 20th. The 31st. September, we have gone over into September, and of course, we have the, the 8th of September will be a big thing, big stuff right here, because one Mr. Leon Francis will be celebrating his birthday. Uh, you know who Mr. Mm-hmm. Francis I don't know if anybody know, know who we're talking about. <laughs> uh, you all remember Francis. him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You remember him? You remember me? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no,
Uh, for the first of September, Rocky Marciano, the rock and black buster, Boston, Massachusetts, Rocky Marciano, former heavyweight champion. Of course, we know he retired with a record of 49 and 0, 43 knockouts. Um, yes, he was born back in 1923. Alton Ellis out of Jamaica. From the days of Cataract Steady, you know, who years Sunday come in, Alton Ellis, yes. Um, he left us back in October of 2008. And we have Karani James from Grenada, young sprinter. Of course, he won a gold medal, three different medals for Grenada. First gold, then silver, and a bronze. So he completed the whole set. Gold, silver, and bronze. He turns 29 on the 1st of September. Then cricket David Bairstow Sr. He left us in, in, in 1988. Claire O'Connor, 5. Dawn Holden, she's 41. And Carol Hodge, female cricket also, turned 63 on that day. Ozzy Dawson from South Africa. Amir Elias from Pakistan, Mustafa Rahim, former captain of Bangladesh. He turned 33 on that day. From India, we have Madhav Mantari, um, left us a long time ago. And we have Netu David, female cricketer, turns 44 on that day. Tarika Salesman, out of Barbados, West Indies. She turns 32 on the 1st of September. Sophia Devine, 32. 32 years old rather Tom Blundell 31 and Nathan McCollum 41 all from New Zealand for the 2nd of September Lennox Lewis guy who was all over the place born in Jamaica went to Britain represent Canada in the Olympics of course living here in America Lennox Lewis turns 56 years old former world boxing heavyweight champion Six, all six feet, seven of him. Chris Frimlet, also from England. He turns 40 and that day fast bowler. He's also a, a giant of a man. Uh, we have Ernest Bloomery from Australia. Alfred Cooper and Charles Vincent from South Africa. Inshan Sharma, 6-4 out of India. Fast bowler. Stephen Paley from Zimbabwe. And we have Adika D. Saman from Sri Lanka. For the 3rd of September, we have a man called Calvin George Scott. And we better, he's better known as Coco T, reggae artist out of Jamaica. Coco T. He was born back in 1959. And uh, the birthday of Mr. Virgil Francis. Junior, not the senior wow. this time. I think Virgil about to say, wait, I never know my birthday again, Virgil, but it's not you, it's your son. Virgil Francis Junior will be celebrating his birthday. That's on Friday, September the 3rd. So happy birthday when it comes to you, young Virgil. We have Percy Chapman from England, Johnny Douglas, also England, Tom Emrett, England, and David Milan. Um, one present one of the best batsmen um, in the world, T20, and he plays plays all all formats. Uh, from the West Indies, we have Leonard Alfonso Harris from St Kitts. Yes, uh, he left us in March of 20, 2006. 
And um, the late Basil Butcher out of Guyana, uh, he left us in uh, 16th of December 2019, Mr. Basil Butcher. Um, Jackie Mills from New Zealand, Paul Curlin from Ireland, and uh, we have Rakat Ahmed Ahmedzia from Afghanistan, Robert Stewart from South Africa, along with Denny Hobson, and Rohal Sangini from India. And finally, for the 4th of September, I know he is one of Leon's favorite singers, one of mine too, Hopeton Lewis. He died on this day back in 2014, Hopeton Lewis. Gospel singer was a reggae artist, a winner of the Jamaica Festival Song Competition. Then later in his life, he became a Christian and sing nothing but gospel. Hopeton Lewis. Mm-hmm. Many, of his, many times his song has been played right here on the Cricket Show. So he left us back in 2014, September 4. Dennis Lindsay, uh, Lance Klusner, Garth LaRue, Dennis Tomlinson, all from South Africa. Hardy Tuffin, Darren Murray from New Zealand. Lincoln Roberts from Trinidad and Tobago, West Indies. Uh, Kira Moore from, from a wicketkeeper of India. Uh, we have Mr. Mazakasta from Zimbabwe, Tariq Aziz from Bangladesh, Navid Ashraf from Pakistan, and Mohammed Nabim from Oman. And that's what I have here for Elian. Back to you, Tambi. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for that, Claudine. But I don't know if you remember a lady by the name of... Hey, I don't know if you know a lady by the name Mrs. Dennis. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I know there's a Mrs. Dennis, so I don't know if you have something else to tell me about her. Yeah, I away from away from our beloved panelists. Her birthday <laughs> is a week, and um, her, we played a song for her last year, and she's listening too. I don't know if your record did not reflect that, but she's very much what, what, with us. When, when, when is when is her birthday? Her birthday was Saturday. Last Saturday. Yes. No, this yes. Friday. No, last, last Friday. Friday. I'm last not following. Friday. Friday. Last Friday. Well, it, it's not in my mm. record. I, I'll, I'll get. I'll yes, get it yes, down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, okay. That's, what, okay. that's the, the one I was talking about. The special. The so special you have. To, so for yeah. her, it's belated. Yeah, belated birthday. And I have a okay, special okay. song queued up for her. You know, because Dennis. Dennis didn't ask me to, but I take the liberty to play this one for her um, on that special day, belatedly. Listen. Line of
Angela wants me to pass on her heartfelt thank you and best wishes to the cricket show. Yes, we are so grateful for her because it, if it were not for her, we probably would not have your presence every every weekend, so to speak. So thank you, thank you. Not, not probably, Leon. Not probably, sir. Not probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she, she gave him up a lot. Yes. Um, is, is she too busy to say hello to us? The oh, I will. Her voice. I will get. I'll bring the phone to her. There you are. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Leon. We have Virgil on. We have. Um, we have a. Audley. Audley. Audley on as well, and uh, we are. Uh, taking this opportunity to wish you a happy, happy, happy birthday. May you live to see many more years of joy, happiness, 
and good health and stay Thank you. Safe. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Thank you very much. Nice and keep up the good job. Yeah. Right. Um. And this is oddly. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. Um. You won't be forgot next year. Now it's done in 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 my book, <laughs> in my birthday book. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you'll be front and center. And of course, we want to say thanks to you for giving up, uh, Mr. Dennis. I know the time is different when, especially on Saturday mornings when we are over here at nine o'clock. It's six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. for you over there. And mm-hmm. even in the afternoon, no, it's after six. It's, it's after three for you in California. So we know the time difference brings in that, you know, you know, could cause a little problem. But thanks for giving him up. And we are happy yes. to hear your voice soon. Happy birthday. And uh, continue to, you know, we celebrate all, all month. So you can continue to celebrate until end of the month. And next year, remember, when the first of the month comes in, you start the celebration right until the twenty, the, the, the 31st. Happy birthday to you. I certainly yes. will. Thank you, Audrey. Vir- Thank Vir- you. Are you, a Virgo? Okay. Uh, are you a Virgo, right? I am indeed. Indeed. All Virgos are the best. I, too, am one. Absolutely. Especially on... <laughs> <laughs> so you have birthday. It's your, bir- it's, it's your birthday. I'll never argue Virgin, with you. Why don't you say hello too? <laughs> Virgil? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Take care. care. No, yes, don't no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. I want to give you one of the best. I want, I want, no, I want to say a very, very happy birthday. And it's coming from the most beautiful city in Florida, which is Lauder Hill. <laughs> so... I hope you enjoy this birthday because it's a special city where we have the most beautiful cricket stadium. Thank you. I Thank am you. indeed enjoying my birthday. And um, it's, as you said, it's going to be a prolonged celebration. So, yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're That's welcome. You're uh-huh, very welcome. Uh-huh. We do it. <laughs> <laughs> we, yes. Okay. On that note, um, Virgil. Anything else? Any other birthdays that you wish to bring to our attention? And Dennis, any birthdays? Yes, I, I did already bring my attention. I'd like to say a very um, happy birthday to my son, Virgil Francis Jr., when he comes along on the mm-hmm. 3rd of September. And I just want to wish him all the best. And I love him, love him, love him very much with all my heart. Amen. Just before you come in, Audley, I just want to say a happy well, memorial for my aunt. If she were alive today, she would have been 104. Irene Francis, 27th of July, she would have been 104. And I just want to say belatedly to my friend, Dr. Leroy Lashley. He had a birthday on the 27th. We celebrated it already, but it was premature. But now he's gone. We have to say happy, happy birthday, my lifelong friend from since 2085, 2085, we were friends. And I'm glad I met him, and we have never been um, a variance all these years. They have done so much for me, that I am so grateful for their, he and his wife. And thank you, Leroy. Thank you, doctor. Uh, can I just me. say one more thing? Can I just say one more thing? Sure. Um, Sure. There's another, there's another kid, which is his brother, called me in this afternoon, wanted to know if I'm going to be on the cricket show, so he wanted to listen. And he's like, I think, I'm a, I don't know if he's 12 years old or 13 years old. And mm-hmm. I hope he's listening. 
Because what I'm going to say to him, at least I hope he become play cricket in school and become a cricketer so we can talk about him. His name is Tyrese Carlton or Ty Ty. I know you're listening. Ty-tai. And this is the cricket show. And as you can hear, we talk about cricket and great cricket. So if you want to be get into the show, make sure you become a great cricketer out of Jamaica so we can talk about you. And have a wonderful day. And keep on listening, my bro. Yeah. By, by the way, Virgil, did you, did, did, um, Jason contacted you? He was supposed to be Jason? in the beautiful city. Mm-hmm. He said he was nope. going to call you, though. No? Mm-hmm. See, he, 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 see, he be shouting, I could have hear him from my, from my house, but he did not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. He probably was. There, I was supposed to go there, but I reached home late. Yes. Mm-hmm. He would have been at the game. So, Orly, back over to you. If Dennis doesn't okay, have any. Okay, and, and, and of course, um, next week will be Mr. Francis's birthday, Leon, um, mm-hmm. on the 8th. So, um, we're, we're, I think on the radio, it started definitely Saturday morning. I know I would, you know, you guys would be, would be doing that, but we just want to say happy birthday to you. And um, I'm putting a special request, Leon, um, on behalf of your wife, O.C. Smith, after all is said and done. And that is mm-hmm. going to be from, from your wife to you, right? Um, mm-hmm. O.C. Smith. And just, just listen o. to the, just listen to the words. O.C. Smith, after o. all C. is Smith. said and done. All right. Yes, mm-hmm. after all is said and done. So, All right, we will do our utmost to make sure that he's played. Yes, sir. So happy birthday when it comes, of course. Uh, we're not quite in September as yet, but hey, we're going to start with it. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, nobody right. else have any gre- any, any No, no one else is on, on with us. Okay, again. so mm-hmm. I I have one, but it's really, really not a birthday. Next week, um, my 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 niece, my my niece will be getting married next next Monday. It's not a Saturday, it's not a Wednesday, it's a Monday, Labor Day. And uh, right here in, in Connecticut, and, and yours truly will be there as the MC. So I just want to give her uh, a big shout out. I know they'll be having a wonderful time. And she'll be getting married to a young man from the Ivory Coast. Yes, you know, the African culture and stuff like that, you know. So, yep, wishing for them a wonderful, wonderful marriage. So, Tiffany, hey, we'll be talking, girl. We'll see you. I'll be seeing you next week. But um, for you and your husband-to-be, um, all the blessings are coming to you from right here on the Cricket Show. Okay, so this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. But just before we go, as usual, we take a little time out to say... Happy to say thank you for our listeners who are listening all over Europe, especially um, in England. And is it Amel, uh, a good friend, their cardinal on the cricket show over there in England? Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of um, listeners in in India as well, over in Australia, in the Caribbean. Mr. Doer and his staff over there in 2020. And of course, right here in the good US of A. We are happy that you are with us and we ask you to continue to tell one and join us next week when you, if you just want to tune in first of all to the birthday and anniversary hour and then listen to the rest of the show, of course. 
So this has been the Walter Henry birthday anniversary. I will join us next week, 6.30 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time, when once again we'll present the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leo. Thank you so much for that, Audley. And guess who we found? Guess who we found? Can you guess, Audley? Or can I, you guess? I think, it's, I think it's Mr. McKenzie. No, it's Samuel Plummer. Mr. Plummer. Oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Plummer. Everything is oh. now in line because when the plumber drops and <laughs> everything is in line. <laughs> he is not talking to us yet. He must be still on the on the water in the pitch though today in Texas. Hello, Mr. Oh, Plummer. Yes. How are you, sir? Good, good, good evening, evening not too good evening, not too bad. Yeah, well hey. for those of Man, it's been a, it's you, been a long time, man. Long time. Yes, long very time. long, long time. Yes, indeed. But it's good to I be back. Want... It's good to be back. Yes, indeed. I want to introduce you to Dennis Heath. He's out of California. And he is, he was a popular umpire in, in California. Dennis meets Mr. Samuel Plummer, a world-renowned <laughs> curator. Talk to him for me. Mr. Plummer, good afternoon to you, and I'm very happy to make your acquaintance. Certainly, I understand yes. that you're from that beautiful island of Jamaica, and I yes. too can claim, claim the same. I'm from the beautiful island of Jamaica, <laughs> so I'm happy to make uh, I'm happy to make your acquaintance. And as soon as we mm-hmm. get business going, we will be trying to dig out some of those long-held secrets you're keeping in your head as far as curating cricket pitches. No, nah, no problem. Okay, I then. must say to you, Mr. Plummer, the, you got to tell the guys about your work, the wonderful work you're doing in Texas, because you've gotten some great uh, acclaims um, about the work you have done over there, and people are uh, really, really happy with the performance of the wickets that you have performed, you, the, the, the pitches that you have uh, prepared. Tell us a little about yes. this. Well, um... It always be very clear that anywhere I'm hot, it always be the best cricket pitch. The, re- the reason for that, I love what I do. I have the knowledge, I have the experience, and I know what is important to put into the work to make it good. So that is why we have the best cricket pitch in the United States here in Musa Cricket Stadium in Texas. Mm-hmm. Virgil, you hear that? But anyway, but anyway I, I want to ask you a question. In the CPL right now, they're playing all the games, and they're playing two matches a day. And can you tell us what will, if you were the curator, how would you go about preparing those wickets and make them playable and, and have life and, and being able to produce well, good, good as we, as we know, T20 is the shortest format of the game. It is the most exciting game of cricket. So you, it's a batsman game then. Put it this way. If you don't have runs on the I board in a T20... T10, Mr. Plummer. T10, Mr. Plummer. T10 is the shortest, but the most popular right now is T20, yes. Well, I don't talk about T10 cricket. I always talk about T20. T10, I don't T10 play internationally. 
they have tournament so, world in, in charge of, not, not, not international, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yes. So I'm not talking about that. I'm dealing with international. So okay. it is the shortest format of the game. Nice to correct me at a certain point. I accept that. Yeah. We, um, we play in T20, which is a, a, a format of international part. It is the shortest version of the game. It is the most exciting part of the game. And it is a Batman game. Now, if you come to a T20 game, and that team all out for 90, 80. You don't enjoy that game. You call that a one-sided affair. It don't matter how quick you get that run, but it's a one-sided affair. Now, when you come out to watch a good T20 game with two good teams, and you see 230 on the board, you're getting some good cricket. Because mm-hmm. you know that that run going to chase able. You want when the team bat in second, and one over leave, or two over leave, you want 25 or you want 30 runs. That's how you get real excitement out of a T20 game. And the only way you can get that is based on the cricket pitch, how good it is for the game. Mm-hmm. But, but, but my question to you, what, what kind of, can you describe the kind of work that goes into preparing those, those wickets, those pitches? In well, order for them to, on a daily basis? Yes, when, when you prepare, a t- when you, say for instance, you start two weeks before the tournament starts, and you know you're going to play back-to-back game almost every day. When you prepare, you prepare like three wickets, ready mm-hmm. to play. And the one you're playing on, you're supposed to be able to use that pitch for two days. Because you must prepare that wicket as if you're playing a five-day game. Mm-hmm. So you can use okay. it for a longer period. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. as soon as you're ready to change, you're still doing minor work on the one you have next door. So by the time you're ready to switch over, you're, it's in good condition, ready to use. But these, these people in the Caribbean, which I'm talking from experience, I'm not going to say they don't have the knowledge or they don't have the experience because it would be very unwise to use that language. Now, what happened with these people? They are not putting in the hard work to get the pitch up to the level that you want, that you'd class it as international preparation. They're not putting in the work. What, what they should be doing, and first thing, let me just make a, 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 another point before. When you're preparing a pitch, there is no way you can put a naked roller on a pitch to get it to compact properly. It's impossible for you to roll a pitch with naked roller without putting some form of sheeting on the pitch before you roll with good moisture. It will happen. When you roll that pitch with naked roller, it will be too dry. And that is why... You cannot get good batting and surface like this. Dennis, mm-hmm. okay. ma'am, I have, I have a question for uh, Mr. Thomas. Uh, yes. Recently, the West Indies coach Simmons, when asked about the West Indies team performance, said, we have to make our grounds better in terms of our pitches. Here on Pollard, the ODI skipper, made a similar statement after West Indies' last ODI defeat. As a curator, 
what do you think the coach and the skipper was implying about pitches? They complain about the, the second-class pitches for international cricket. They are not up to scratch. They are not up to international preparation. That is what they're talking about. Because when you're, play, when you're playing against world-class bowlers, don't expect to perform and recreation pitch against them. It won't happen. That is the problem. There are what some people consider mysteries surrounding the preparation of a pitch. Some say pitch preparation is an art form. Others say it is a science. Is what you do an art or a science? It, it's an art mixed with science because if you don't know the scientific part of your work, you're going to run into problems. So it's both. It's a heart includes scientific part of the work. The scientific part of the work is very technical. Anybody can wet and roll a pitch. But the scientific part is very important. That, that's why it comes with very knowledge and experience. That's why you don't class a groundsman and a curator at the same level. The curator is the highest level in grounds preparation and, and groundwork because he already advanced to the highest level. Groundsman take instruction from curator. So if the curator is not going to be at the ground for today, he's going out for some reason. He leaves instruction what should be done on the pitch until he come back tomorrow. Because as mm-hmm. I said before, wet and roll pitch Anybody can do it, but it's not anybody can prepare a pitch for international game. Thank you. Leon, do I have another one? Yeah, yeah, okay. And then Virgil. Go on, then Virgil. Okay. Um, Of course, Mr. Plummer, some cricket pitches have been labeled as a bowler's wicket, and some pitches called a batting track. Can a curator purposely create one or other of these pitches? Yes. And why I say yes? I would say yes, you can create a wicket for spin bowlers. Because 90% of the time, when a wicket in favor of bowlers, it mostly in favor of spinners. Now, I don't believe in that. I believe in prepare a wicket that fast bowler can get good consistent bounce and pace that means it will encourage good batsman to make runs you can play a stroke thank you uh leon yeah oddly come on in yes that yeah that that bring that brings me back to a question i wanted to ask before um you said um that a good pitch when it's when it's prepared you know the right way it, it um, it's more inducive for 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 a lot of runs, you know, um, chasing people make runs and then you have more excitement and stuff. And when they're making the two thirties, I know you, you know, meaning necessarily have to be in the two hundreds at all. Yeah, times. just yeah, but yeah. right, but but if you don't, then what, what about sometimes when the pitch is is well prepared, but the, the bowlers, you know, because of the the, the the wayward bowling and thing like that, they get punished and um. Sometimes um, it, it, it may come back by people are saying the, the pitch was not prepared properly or, or it was prepared in favor of, uh, of um, certain bowlers and stuff like that. 
Well, so what, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is not, it, it not always that it is the pitch itself what is to be blamed, but it is according to, to the bowlers that really bowl yeah. at the pitch. Sometimes they're, they're the ones to be blamed for, for the, the runs or the lack of runs that, 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 that it produces. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the bowlers contain you so good that you cannot score runs, right? Once mm-hmm. the wicket prepare good enough, good, then run will score. What bowlers have to do is try is not try to hold you, is to try to contain you as much as possible. Because when you're playing limited over games, I believe in more contain than getting wicket. Because when you contain the batsman, bowl good length and line, good areas, then you will get wicked easier that way because you will take more chance because... Out of frustration. You, yes, you, you're bowling such a tight line and you're not scoring as free as we want, so you take chance and get wicked. But I'm not good to play wicked. You're going to just play through the line and get runs. You're going, you're going out, but you, you're going to get wicked, but you're just going to run and score freely, easy. That's a good wicket. And a, sorry, and a good preparing pitch. Bowler don't tie down batsman, no care the bowler good. He will contain him to a certain point, but he will score. But you don't bowl mm-hmm. out the team for 120, 90, and all them way. They're not going to happen. Because it, it, good batsman, good batsman, love the ball coming onto the bat. That's the only way you're going to play your stroke. Well, I, I know that lightning, no, you know, as I say, lightning no strike twice, but sometimes it, sometime it really does. So you, you have certain bowlers, you know, at, at times, whenever they... Like, for instance, let, let's say, look at, at Rajit Khan. Any time that he comes on to bowl, it is very... You can count the few occasions that really a, a batsman or a couple of batsmen get on top of him. So it's like it's like what, what the, the, the team have to do most of the time is... Uh, when Narayan was in his prime, you know, some bowlers, so what they do, they, they, they play that person out uh, and, and then target other bowlers. So you, you, ha- you really have bowlers that, that, can, that can tie you down, but um, you just have to be prepared to just stay quiet, get your ones and twos, or if you have to push the ball back to them, and then after uh, target the bowler coming from the next end. You know, it happens like that sometimes. Well, that's why I don't say, if you notice, I say contain. I don't use the word tie you down. I say contain. Because it's more, it's more as a professional word to say contain you, right? Now, if you're batting, if you're batting, every world-class bowler in the world and a good pitch will contain you, right? Every world-class bowler and a good preparing pitch will contain you because what they do, they vary the pace, they vary the line and length and everything just to continue. But what you do as a good batsman against bowler like these, you pick up you pick you pick up more singles than getting boundary. So you will pick mm-hmm. up singles, two one ones and twos of them, until the lesser quality bowler comes on, then you start to pick up your run rate. Uh, and and sometimes I don't know if I'd even call it lesser quality because when when it comes to you just have to decide. Sometimes there are so much quality bowlers coming at you that you just have to target one. I remember when Marlon Samuel. Remember when Marlon Samuel target Lassis Malinga? You'd never call Malinga yes. a bowler because he's no. the most deadly ever in one day in T20. You know, so you just mm-hmm. have to decide to target one bowler and just go after him. Hell or high waters, you know. 
Yeah, but you see, the thing about it is that but some batsmen have the wrong approach because instead of push around the ball to get singles and keep the ball tickling, him just want to lick six and four, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work sometimes. So you have to understand that. You have to understand that you have to push around the ball. You have to score singles. Don't depend on just want to get boundaries. Okay, we have we have Jatin okay. with us. Jatin, good afternoon. We have Mr. Sam Plummer, and noted. Uh, okay, we have Sam Plummer and noted uh, curator over in. Yes, come on in, um, Jatin. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Hey, good evening, Mr. Patel. Good Are evening. The, the yeah, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Are you in the beautiful city? Yes, I'm at the airport, uh, ready to onboard in about like 30 minutes. Yes. Okay. And we had a two good games. Yesterday was at the, that other ground by the Macquarie something, and it was a low-scoring game, but we had a good game until last ball of the uh, game. And today we played at a good stadium, and it was a high-scoring game. Others, okay. I think it's the Fort Lauderdale uh, Lions, the local team, score uh, like 180 in 20 overs at loss of three wickets. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta Paramville chased that target with, uh, I believe, 183 for five or six with the one ball left. So it was a very good, exciting game. But uh, mm-hmm. let's say, I, I'm listening, Sam Plummer, I know him. He used to work in Houston, then he worked in uh, California for uh, one of the pitches with the California Cricket Academy. And uh, I'm following him for the last uh, few years, the great work he's doing for the USA to build the new top cricket. But uh, coming right. straight to the point, uh, don't feel bad, Sam. I'm talking as a coach, okay, here. What I feel yes. is this pitch is nowadays, especially in uh, international cricket, let's uh, change here a little bit the class of cricket. Uh, the international pitches, honestly to me, the class is diminishes because the quality of pitches are uh, not possible to make for any professional. I did work with the Mark Perham from New Zealand for a couple of pitches, but the, here is the real part of it, and I think everyone understands it. When we used to play test cricket, let's go back to the, before this ODI and this T20 started, I'm talking between 80s and 90s, we normally used to have a one game, one game on that one particular ground or pitch. So let's say take this uh, issue of uh, West Indies, Barbados they normally expect one or two games in an entire year. And because of that kind of schedule, they had a plenty of time to prepare those class wickets. Now what's happening, all these grounds, even in the past, used to give us the good performance, good places, but now they are playing so many T20s and other games, so the curators don't have enough time. So because of that, Either we are uh, seeing so many flat wickets, we call it, heavy rolling, and making get uh, ready for the game. But unfortunately, that is the one is uh, killing some sort of uh, balling. 
because it's usually bowler has to play smart. I agree with you 100% on that. It's all about how you contain the batsman. And I always talk, my panelists know that ballers do not take wickets. Baller has to create the moment of discomfort so the batsman can mistake and you get the wickets. But unfortunately, majority of the ballers are not following that simple basic. And that is what it's all different outcomes we can see. And eventually we blame pitch is not right. I never agree on that side to blame the pitch because you got the same pitch for the both teams for the entire game. There's a little bit thing can happen is maybe a rollers used between the two innings. But other than that, the pitch is the same. And there's a people has to get used to with it. How to utilize the pitch. You have to understand the behavior of the pitch, whether it's the skidding, keeping low bounds, breaking up, giving you quickness. It, it's a batsman's role or the baller's role to figure out and try to use the best surface available, right? But nowadays, people are playing here and there. That's another bad issue, especially in U.S. People are playing one day on uh, AstroTurf, second day they are playing on natural turf, third day they might be playing at some park or something, right? And then they are trying to uh, blame the pitch side. It's not a pitch. It's the player has to make the adjustment with the surface given. Yes, Leon, that's all for me because I'll be here another 15, 20 minutes and I'll be onboarding. So just for, but before that, uh, I'd like to give you this uh, Dr. Jagmohan Viroja. He is a local uh, uh, doctor from Fort Lauderdale area. He's coming tonight as a guest to speak about uh, his interest. He's uh, one of the joint owners in a minor league team in Atlanta. And I meet him today at the park. And I welcome him for our show. So just want to give you a heads up. Even I'm not there, we can welcome him and uh, talk about uh, his interest and what he's uh, working on it to look into the future of this weekend. All right. Thank you very much, Zetin. Yeah. Okay. Virgil, how about you? Do you I think Leon has a question to ask Jensen. Because um, I heard you, you were in Fort Lauderdale, in Lauderdale Hill State, and you did not call, get in touch with Virgil. Aren't you going to ask him about it, Leon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Leon. I talked, to Leon. I talked to Leon two days back, and yesterday I met, uh, I think, Iowa Henry. I think he was empire yes. there, and I met him. Yes. And uh, I don't have Virgil's number, but I tried to reach out to Leon and told him, can I reach out to these people or send message like that, you know? But anyway, let mm. me tell you, don't feel bad. This is my in and out because of the corona situation. I just came uh, yesterday at 8.30, then went on straight to the ground to play the game. And from the ground, I took a private dinner, then stayed at mm. the motel. Same thing this morning. I wake up, went to straight to the ground, and now I'm at the airport. So technically speaking, I try to every social and public outing as much as possible. I just want to get it done these two times and get out. But I can tell you one thing. When I come here the next trip, which is the end of September, for that uh, Legend World Cup as well as for that uh, Cricket Hall of Fame ceremony, I will guarantee you 
I will invite everyone. Whoever is in this area, let's catch up. And it's dinner on me. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Virgil. It looks like I had no number yet. So that's no, no, to Leon. Me, Come on. No, no. Let me let, let me give my teeth. Um, it was nice to know you were down in the beautiful city of Lauder Hill. You see what happened when you when anyone enter in the beautiful city of Lauder Hill, especially in the international stadium that we got there, they totally forget about everything else. So I can give you the excuse for that. So you've been excused <laughs> because I know the reason. Because once you're there and the atmosphere and you, you look at that ground. You can't think about nobody else but that beautiful ground that you see out there. So uh, I accept that ex- um, the excuse right there. So you're off the Mason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Plummer. Now, yes. Um, my question to you: um, What do you do to prepare a real bouncing pitch? And the other question: I want the world to know which. Um, which is the first international cricket ground, cricket pitch that you um, fix, as they call fix, or built in the United States of America? The first international pitch? Yes, in the United States. In Texas. Is it interna- is in- international played international cricket? You don't have to play international cricket to recognize the pitch as an international quality pitch. Okay. Let, let me put it this way. The first cricket pitch that you built that played international cricket ground in the United States. Well, um... I didn't build the one in Florida, but that is the first one I prepared for international game in the U.S. Sorry, prepare, 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 yes. Yes. Okay. But the one in Texas, you actually built that one? Yes. From scratch? Okay, 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 okay. And what what do you do to get a bouncing pitch in in a sense for uh, a real bouncing pitch? There's, There's a couple things. One... The, the quality of foundation you put in, the type of clay you use for compaction when you build the pitch. For instance, the, the, the pitch in Texas when I build it. Let me talk about this because I build so many pitches in Jamaica. The one in Texas when I build it, I put three foot of clay when I finish and I compact it to two foot. So compaction from three foot to two foot. So. That will tell you how good that pitch is. Now, after eight years, when you come here and look at this pitch, I, I never reclay it. I never do nothing more than prepare. It just cannot move because it builds so compact that the clay cannot move from where it is. It don't take much to prepare a pitch like that. Now, in terms of prepare a good, quick, bouncy wicket, it go back to the foundation and the compaction and how you wet and roll out that pitch to compaction. That is what gives you a nice, good, true bounce and pitch. Mr. Plummer, the type of balls react differently to the surfaces. For instance, would it be a kookaburra ball or a juke ball? I take the matching question I 
I want to refer to England versus India. England made 78 in their first inning. Um, England went on to score 400 odd. Why did the ball behave that way? Was it the, 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 the pitch or is it a, a result of the type of ball? No, two, two things. The, the condition at that ground. The record tell you that anybody but, but first at that ground have problem with the swing of the ball early. So that is what happened. So the, the Indian captain make a big hero by winning the toss and bat because the record of that ground proved that anybody but first when we struggle with that swing, and that is what happened to them. Mm-hmm. I felt, I felt so, he, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. So the pitch, the pitch had nothing to do with it because the ball was coming on nice and it, was, it wasn't swinging, it was wobbling. Okay. It was wobbling. So, you, so the surface, the, the, the kind of surface that you prepare has nothing to do with the type of ball that is being used. Yes. No, that's my question. Because you, okay. No, because the, 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 the harder the ball is, the more hard mm. and good quality ball. You will get more bounce and pace. Mm. The wicket. Somebody. Okay. Let me get. But when you, have, when you have when you have less quality ball, you won't get that sort of pace because after one or so over, it gets tough. But these type of mm-hmm. ball that they use. All when the shine, all when the sheen gone, it's still hard. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So, you know. Dennis, so the, so the day when yeah. the ball was swinging, it wasn't the atmosphere? That's why I said the condition at that ground. Okay. Condition yeah, include atmosphere. So the condition at that ground have a track record that anybody but first, always in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I call it, but everybody <laughs> say well, it came, but but it, yet, but, but yet in the evening, but up. yet later on, the the, the Englishman bat and it is like well, I know the condition wasn't as in the morning still, but um, they bat mm. like 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 they were batting. Nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say once you win the toss in 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 certain that morning and start the game right up to certain period of time, the yeah. ball going swing like wobble like crazy. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just the atmosphere of that ground for a certain time. So I don't know why. Everybody said past players. It present he, did, he, did not do, he did not do research on that, apparently. No, mm-hmm. him, him just feel like when the toss and if him bat, him can bat. That's it. But let mm-hmm. me tell you, Virgil, no. Virgil is a swing bowler. Virgil don't bowl. Virgil is a fairly good what? bowler. Swing the ball nice. <laughs> because we play together for Lada Hill and things. So me know him. Him do something okay. nice with the bat. But <laughs> let me tell you, it don't matter how good you is as a batsman. Anytime you can wobble that ball, you have to bat properly and you're going to get your head licked. Mm-hmm. Get your head licked. Before you say that, right, I was going to ask you, if I was playing under pitch, what would have happened? But then you come in with my face. So I couldn't even ask you. <laughs> you'd have get a lot of string, man. Virgil. <laughs> you'd have get a lot of string, Virgil, because you're not a fast bowler. You're a good swing bowler. You call him a military medium? Anyhow, thank you. you. He's a military? Thank you. Military medium yes. or, or fast medium? Yeah, but Mary, him swing the ball. Him, do, him swing the ball nice. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Plummer, yeah, I have one too. Just allow me just to. Is it inappropriate 
for the captain to ask you your opinion about what the condition of the wicket is, if it will favor yes, I think, I, I, I think so. I think so. I think so. Because, number one, I will never give, give an opinion what, should, what you should do if you win the task or don't win the task. I will never get involved with that. Because later on, you are going to tell somebody that I tell you to do what you do. <laughs> yeah. okay. You are not going to probably tell somebody that you asked me. So whenever time a captain, whenever time a captain or a player asks me, what should I do if I win the task? I say I don't know. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you. I, I'm not the coach. I'm not. I'm not affiliated with the team. I cannot make a decision for you. I tell the players. Ask, I won't get involved so, with that. So if he asks you, it, it, would this wicket, would this pitch favor? Pace or spin? Is that uh, will require you to answer him, or you just throw him away? No, I'll tell him it's a good pitch. It's <laughs> a good pitch. Very diplomatic. <laughs> good, good answer. Good answer. Yeah, well, no, I'm not, into, I'm not getting into that because you see, when you start to get in something like that, then you're going, people are going to start to lose respect for you. Including I'm not getting the one into that. Telling, in, including mm-hmm. the one that you, uh, that you would have told. <laughs> yep. Well, well I, I, will, I will take losing respect when I say it's a good pitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all the decision leave to you. I won't make one for you. Even, even, the, team, even, the, even the team that use this ground in the minor league for their home team, which I know plenty of them, the owner for this ground is a, is a owner that team took. And don't ask me certain questions because I won't, I, I'm not going to answer. I'm not getting involved with that. Definitely. Yes. So they, they know that. They know. Leon? I, Dennis? I applaud Dennis? Mr. Yes. Yes. Yes, I applaud Mr. Plummer's integrity on that point. And I have a question. We have seen pitches prepared for test matches like, for example, Sabina Park visibly showing lots of hairline cracks after day one or day two. How does this affect the match? Well, I don't think you should be playing a test match. And on the first day, you see sign a crack opening up. That tell you two things. It lack a water and it lack a rolling. And after day two or three, perhaps, if the crack is still there and you're playing on a five-day test, how will that affect what happens in the match? How will that affect the way the ball moves around? Or All right. When, when you prepare a good wicket, when you reach day four or three, you, you just start to barely see sign, sign of crack mm-hmm. that won't affect nothing because the crack don't open that the ball hit any crack. You just see a slight shade of crack. That's how you're supposed to see crack on a pitch. Mm-hmm. But you don't think it will affect the outcome of the match in any way? No. Once you prepare that wicket, good, real good, you will see. Because remember, it's clear. You are going to see sign up crack after a certain period of time. But it's not supposed to happen that it, any part of the ball could hit any edge of crack. It, 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 it hit the crack, but it cannot do nothing because it don't happen. You only see sign. That's a good thing. All, all pitches are predominantly curated or prepared with 
a certain type of clay? Is there is there an, a particular area of the country or a, you know state or city where you'll find that type of clay that will be used in the preparation of the pitch? No, you you have clay anywhere. But you see, let me tell you something. Most of the people that put clay on pitch, they just go and get some clay. They, they don't have the experience to check the clay in terms of, let me see, by knowledge, to see what percentage this look like. Or if you don't have that knowledge, let me get a lab test to see the percentage of the clay. Because the more percentage of clay is the better you, you want for the pitch. So when you have 80-90% of clay, that's good. The less percentage of clay you have, then you're going to get the pitch start to crack up early. Don't matter how you roll it. You don't have nothing to hold together. It's pure dirt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I have a couple Oddly. more, but I'll come back, I'll uh, come back uh, when uh, somebody else. Uh, uh, Oddly, any questions? No, no. All Sorry, I can Oddly. say is that um, Mr. Plummer is really answering like he knows exactly what he's saying. All I can say yeah. is sound like you, you, you know your job, brother. I'm yeah. a pro man. Over 35 year man. Give me a minute. Right. Let me take this call and come back. Okay, just good. mute Mr. Yeah, Wine. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll just mute Mr. Plummer for a while. Yes. So, folks, you heard from Mr. Plummer. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting argument that he puts up. I mean, you, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Let's see if Jatin is on board yet. Board his flight because he. He gave us the name for our next guest. Yeah. But I did not recall it because I was taking care yes, of the technical issues. Jack Bohan. Yeah, Dr. Jack Bohan Viroja. I yeah. can Jerusalem. spell J-A-G, Jack Mohan, J-A-G-M-O-H-A-N. Jack Mohan Viroja, V-I-R-O-J-A. Yeah, Jack Mohan. And uh, anyway, Jasmine. I'm uh, ready to hang up. I'll yes, talk indeed. to okay. all of you guys, probably sometime yeah. later. But uh, let's enjoy the show, and I'll catch you next mm -hmm. week. All right. Okay. Same, Thank you, guys. Same flight to you. Same flight. Safe Have flight. a safe, safe flight. flight. Oh, I'll try my best. Indeed. I'll try my best. You know that, right? Thank you, guys. Okay. All right. And, and, and be protected as well. Yeah, that's Jatin. Jatin on en route to... He's at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport waiting to take his flight. Yeah, he, he has gone left us. Yes, let's see Plummer is back. Are you back? You, you want to? No, he's, okay, he's on another cause. Okay, go so, ahead. So, yeah. Simon, are we coming in or, or you want us to go no, to I, 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 cricket with Australia, India, whatever? Yes, yeah, we can, we can talk about it until Plummer comes back. Yes, Australia and England. Not Australia, England and India. That England, was England. <laughs> I'm saying that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry. India, England. You know, the, 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 the thought that um, Kohli batted, I think he, his, um, he was up. He was on a high, man, after having beaten England so badly. Yeah. He felt, yeah, <laughs> he felt that he could do anything. He never studied the condition of the wicket, the pitch, but he went in, but like you rightfully say, Audley, the the fact that England went and batted so well the evening before, the evening after they were dismissed at 78. 
shows were uh, 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 unless that there was so much life in the wicket and movement, all that had gone. Well, Leon, remember Mr. Plummer just said, Mr. Plummer just outlined the rationale for what took place. That is, Mm -hmm. uh, that particular wicket and that city, the wicket always play in that fashion. And I was reading a few things around that subject, and it confirmed exactly what Mr. Plummer said, that many teams coming there, international teams coming there, have been fooled by that and have paid the price. So I'm not totally surprised and uh, that uh, India faced no, what I'm they not, did. Having I'm not really questioning that, you know. I'm saying, well, England batted well the same day. For the period yeah, exactly. of time they batted. But that was, they batted. So that they was batted. Se- huh? Several hours later, Leon, the condition had changed by then because, you see, yeah. England is really okay. tend to be overcast and cloudy. Most uh, of the yeah. uh, you live here, so you, you can really, yes. Yes, uh, yes that's where they get a lot of swing. That is where they get a lot of swing. All that is overcast and cloudy. Right. And sometimes, yeah. maybe after like a couple of hours or something like that, then you see sunshine clear, come out and the, the, everything just kind yeah. of change a little bit. Then. I can, but, I but, can but I, I'm, still with, I'm still with Leon. I'm still with Leon. I'm, and, and I'm saying that. Um, I know it's a couple of hours, you know, afterwards. But no, for the same that. potent attack from India that blew the, the, the Englishmen away for 120, don't tell me that later in the day. The same attack is like, it's like they, they didn't trouble the Englishmen. So the, 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 the difference from one side to the other is, is, to, is like a big gulf, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like a big goal. At least two or three weeks should have gone down for the Englishmen. No, but yes. every day, like, like we're batting on paradise. And that's what well, I understand I what Mr. Plummer said and I understand what you say, though, also, Dennis. I understand it. And I know you live there, so you, even, you understand it more yes. than I do. But I'm just yes. saying, it was too much of a big variance, right? One just well, would have crumble like that, and the next one, like, but like they, were, they, they were batting on, on some. <laughs> I don't know what what to call it. Do, do, you, do you remember a, a week ago when I, I gave you that additional inside edge about what had taken place with the the, 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 the little brouhaha between the Indians and the English? Yes, yes, where, yes. You know, so that motivated the Indians to do well. But at the same mm-hmm. time, in the second match, the same thing motivated the English to try to turn the tables on the Indians. Mm -hmm. And so they went out there and they decided that they were going to do, as Mr. Plummer said, sit on there, play their strokes, take the singles, and make sure they rub the nose of the Indian right back into whatever they took the week before. So I am not totally surprised. And then by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, that weather would have changed so much that the ball would not have been swinging. And Joe Root and, and, and his company... These guys batted on those wickets many, many times. So they knew exactly what to expect. So I'm not totally surprised by the outcome of that um, audit. Back to you, Leon. Okay. What, 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 I'm, what I'm surprised about now, what I'm really surprised about is that um, it, it, this, they recently concluded the test here, is that the Indians were batting seemingly without a pain, nothing to worry about. 215 for two. Two, yes. Right? 
Yes. And all of a sudden, I look at the score again, and the Indians are all out. Eight wickets <laughs> ball in a, in a yeah. cluster. You know, yes, we let, call, me, let me let me yeah. ask something. Let me ask something. It was a two to one. Uh, they they yeah. give them runs to win. Oh. No, in the innings defeat. Yes. In innings defeat. Yes. 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 Well, in innings and seventy six. Innings and seventy six runs. Runs. Yes. Yes. Wow. Seventy six run defeat. I mean, they've mm-hmm. them um, Virgil just like Virgil catch up seventy eight all out Virgil. All England out. went in and scored four hundred and thirty two. Um, and then the Indians reply, and they were doing such a good job because we're saying, look, it looks like you're here to two. make a game mm-hmm. of it. But and listen to this. Five you know, when, when talk, listen this. Yes. You know, while you guys talking, I'm here watching the same game we're playing, right? But I wasn't paying attention about like what was going on. And now I'm seeing the same thing um, when uh, like six wicket gone, and they have a hundred or something runs behind still. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And a very good afternoon to you, Mr. President, and I'm so happy once again to be on this show with you gentlemen and ladies who know so much about this great game of cricket. I'm here to learn much, much more, and I'll say good evening to Mr. Leon, good evening, Mm -hmm. Daniel, good evening, I just heard uh, my good friend there talking, Cardinal Dennis, Audley, Virgil. No, you didn't hear the Cardinal. (laughs) Jetna, good evening to you. Ivor, Henry, good evening. Mr. McKenzie, and all our faithful listeners all over the world, Um, it's a pleasure to be on the show again once more with you. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and we are hoping for a much better week this week. I just want to, before we go on, just run down the score of... England no, and no, India with me. Ask, uh, we'll, we'll come to that a little later. But we have, okay. we have a world-renowned curator online with us, Mrs. Samuel Plummer. Do you have a question for him? Uh, no, no, no. But I'd just like to hear what he wants to talk about. Okay. So, I just wanted, so you want to know the scores? Well, he has, he has been talking about the, the pitches that he has prepared at least um, the international pitch in Texas, that one is built from scratch. You know, the famous mm. word scratch, everything from scratch. <laughs> right. So, um, so he has been explaining also the difference between an international pitch and a pitch that just play to, that just built play recreational cricket. So, um, mm-hmm. and, okay. Uh, well, I'll ask him, um, is there a new technique and with your prepare, preparation of your pitch or how do you do it? No, it's not a new technique. This is something that is going on from creation. Remember, all the great curators is from way back before we born, right? Is that special way to build? Is that special way to build cricket pitch to get the proper result? You don't build a cricket pitch by just feel like you want to build a cricket pitch and you go and build one because it don't make sense to build a cricket pitch this year and next year you have to build it up because it has so many faults. So when you are building a cricket pitch, you must knowledgeably enough to know what is the requirement you need to gather to build that pitch in terms of foundation, clear quality, and how you compact it. That's the way you build a good cricket pitch. Thank you very much. Mr. Plummer, Mr. Plummer, 
Uh, yes. Can you just give us some indication or idea of whether or not grass on a pitch makes a difference? Because I know in the places like the Caribbean, perhaps, or in Jamaica, you know, you have hard clay top. In England, most of the wickets are, you know, grass on top. Which, you know, can you explain that difference and how it might or might not affect how the, clay, the game goes? Well, when you have grass on the wicket, it's, it's better. Now, you can have grass and it doesn't give you the result that you're looking for because it doesn't prepare as good enough with that grass to give you that true bounce and pace. So when you have grass on a wicket, if you don't prepare that wicket properly, then it will mostly in favor. It will uneven. It will play uneven. So when they put grass down on top, that means they still have the clay surface beneath, but they add the grass on top of that. Is that how it goes? No, I don't believe in adding cut grass to pitch. You must have live grass around the wicket. That's what you roll in the pitch. Mm. Putting cut grass on the wicket, it, it, it doesn't make the pitch play well because now you have two surfaces. Now you have a cross on top of that clay. That the ball has to hit that grass before it, that dead grass before it hit the clay. So you're going to have two surfaces. You're going to have two pace pitch. Now, when you have live green grass growing the wicket and you roll it in properly, you're going to get real bounce and pace. That's it. But how well does grass grow amongst, you know, clay soil? Great grass grow properly good. Huh? Oh, I was about to say, do they lay the clay and then sow grass on top, or is it just part of the natural cycle of grass growing within the clay? No, well, grass, some grass will grow, but you, you might not want that grass for the pitch. You want, you want uh, Bermuda grass or Celebration grass or Harden 15. These are hybrid grass. Now, people said grass doesn't grow on clay. That is rubbish, nothing like that. You see, the problem is that everything needs time and maintenance work. If you don't want willing to put the work in, you cannot get the result. It's just like the players. If you don't put the work in, you cannot get the result when you go to play. It's the same thing. So, you, so as a curator, your job 24-7 is on the field, not in the pavilion. You can't get the result in the pavilion. You have to spend time out there, know what to do to get that grass. No. When you lay a new pitch, you don't put grass until you properly compact and level that pitch. Then you give it some water, rake up the top, and you apply your grass seed. And you cover it with germinated sheet and keep wetting it every day. Keep wetting it every day. Don't overwet just to keep the moisture so the grass can germinate. That's how you grow grass. Thank you. Very useful information. The, the, the yeah. upcoming World Cup, Mr. Plummer, is going to be held in the Middle East, okay, over there in, in Dubai and Oman, I think, yes. Have you had any experience with the type of, 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 of soil they have over there? And would, if you were given a task to prepare the, 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 the pitches over there, would you find any difficulty? Oh, I don't think so, be? because 
let me tell you, watching cricket in Dubai and Oman, especially Dubai, from ever mm-hmm. since, these wickets are good to bat when they prepare. If you, mm-hmm. look at, if you look at the runs over the years that score in this country, bowler doesn't get you out so easy. A lot of run scores. So I don't have a problem with these pitches for, for a limited over game. Okay. Okay. Good. Because oh. limited over game, you, you want runs to score. You, when you're playing 50 over game, we're coming up with what? 50 over game, right? Or T20? Yes. Yeah. T20. T20. Good. You want to get, you want to be able to can negotiate bowling. You must be able to can play through the line of the ball and get run. Let the bowler work out how him can contain you. But you must be able to score free. Uh, all right, all right. Let me uh, ask a question, Audley. Can I ask my question, what? please? Mm. Yes, you, you, um, Leon asked whether you know to build a pitch in Dubai or those places. You know, the Emirates. Um, if you you think um, it would you be able to do that? Um, um, taking in mind, um, you know, the, is there a difference building a pitch like say in England or even the United States here, where certain time of the year it, it, it's it's winter and I mean real hard winter, and and say Dubai that you know they have, the, the temperature is so high, extremely high. So um, what's the difference? What difference would it make then? in preparing a pitch like for those rigid winters and one that has this heat that is so high, you know, most part of the year. All how right. Would you, how would you go about doing that? Constructing a pitch then, it, it always depends on the more, as I said before, the, the higher the clay content is the better. Now, in Dubai, Australia, the West Indies and the U.S. is hot, right? Very hot. So you want to have high clay content, 90%, 80% clay. That means when you prepare that wicket properly, it went all up for a longer period. Now, when you, when you build pitches in these places with 60%, 50% clay, it's not going to hold up. It's going to crumble quick because the place is so hot. Now, in England, New Zealand, you will get away with 30-40% clay. The reason for that, these conditions are very cool. Cool climate, and they have grass. So when you roll out these wickets, you don't have no sun beating down on them, and them, so you will get results on these pitches. But you couldn't use that clay in Australia, Dubai, or nowhere in the Caribbean or U.S., 30-40% clay. It won't hold up. Okay. okay, so you'd go for your high-grade clay. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, on, uh, just to sidetrack a little bit, Mr. Plummer, do you think that Gale should be selected to go to the World Cup? Yes, I no, think he's... so, based on, his, based on his performance over the years. And once he's still playing, and the West Indies select him for this T20 game not too long ago, I think it would be unfair not to take him. If you didn't select him to play in those T20, then it would be a different game. That would give him a, a sense that you are not going. Mm-hmm. And who, who is going to win this CPL? I'm asking Well, you. <laughs> well uh, there's, it's early, but there's a couple teams playing well so far. So far, the Trinidad team, I don't think they win a game yet. The defending champion. Yeah. 
Yeah, they win one. They, they won won one. one right? Oh, they win one, one? against against the Royals. Yes, I think they beat. Oh, okay, but yeah. pretty much every team almost looking good so far. No, but the 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 the, um, the Kings out of St. Lucia, <laughs> they just barely scraped through today. No, St. Lucia. That's our team playing the cricket. St. Lucia, the team out of yes. St. Lucia. I mean, the Dukes. But the Patriots, the Patriots playing well. Yeah, because yeah, Bravo, Patriots the difference. They've won three out yeah. of three. Yes, they're playing well. Yeah. They're playing well. Yeah, I, I and they have, have a, they have a good crowd. Hmm? Yes. You, you like the guy um, Thomas? You like the guy Rutherford? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thomas mm-hmm. always impressive over the years. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought he would have reached further, but some guys bloom in the in the, in the late thirties. Some bloom in the, in the late thirties. I don't late. think he's given that chance that he had deserved earlier in his career. Yeah, when he got sick, when he was yes. yeah, when he came back from the World Cup and he got sick. Yes, he never yes, but he, he always a good wicket keeper and he always busy with the bat. Yeah. Well, they they have to pick a, a second wicket keeper. I believe that he he is putting his hat up in the in in the ring. Uh, and <laughs> well, he's put, looking good. Yeah, looking good. And he's attacking batsman. Yep. Uh, Mr. Plummer, yeah. I'm aware that you have played the game of cricket for many years. Can you tell us how you came to learn the art of? and science of being a curator? Well, this is from a 10 16 year old. Now, how I get started with this thing, I used to go by the sugar estate ground. And these days, if, if you're going to use the pitch for any farm and little cricket, they're not going to provide their groundsman to prepare it for you because they would have to pay extra money for him. So you mm-hmm. have to find your way of preparing the pitch. And I used to love bat. Even today, I love bat. Virgil, we tell you I love bat. <laughs> no. No. When we, we, we practice on a Saturday and a Sunday, we play side. We used to pick two teams. And we used to call ourselves the West Indies player. Viv Richards, this Clive Light, this, all the big names. We used to give ourselves that name. <laughs> no. Because I love bat, the pitch must prepare. And I used to live just from the ground next door. I used to can step out of my house and almost step in the ground. Which so of the sugar is the ground? Which of the sugar is the ground? In, in Duck and Field, St. Thomas. Duck okay. and Field. Okay. 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 So, I used to, you know where it's located in Orange Walk? I don't know exactly, but I... I okay. Say, it's uh, located in Orange Walk. Yeah. And I used to live just next to the ground. So, I go over, like, on a Friday evening and wet it. And then come Saturday morning early and roll it. But when I roll it, I realize it dry out too much. So it have too much dryness on top. So it doesn't give a good coming on to the bat. And the spinner always dominates. So I start to think a different way how to get it to smooth out nicer. So... My mother used to have a lot of plastic that he used for some <laughs> other things. So 
I asked her for some and she gave it to me. And the roller we used to have is this roller like a culvert. You could go through it, them high-end roller. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and I wrap it with the plastic and I use a card to tie it onto the roller. And I roll it with some moisture and I realize now that it's better. But I have a problem, the card making a lot of marks. So I still roll it out and I realize now that I have something looking like concrete, not mashing up nice and we play. Now I find a different way, I get get some tape. So I start to tape the plastic onto the roller so we have no more marks. So that's where me start my love for cricket pitch because if you love bats, then the pitch must prepare. And it's not everybody willing to prepare the pitch because they probably think it too hard, but me not think it hard because me tell you, when you love do something, it become easier. Mm-hmm. Right. So me, me dedicate myself to do it. And then everybody, my age group started to say, man, you're good, you're, you're, you're good groundsman. They started to call me groundsman, right? Now, we, I start to get more help now. Like three of them used to stay back on a Friday evening and help me. And we prepare that pitch so good. Now, the man used to be the head groundsman at that. Well, they never used to say head groundsman them days. The groundsman. His name was Mr. Taylor, loud. One, one Thursday, we were practicing. And he called me. And he, he used to call me Jim. He said, Jim, come here. I know, I know you love bats. I want you to start help do some work on this pitch with me because you prepare it for your practice. So let me see how well you work with me. So the Friday, there was holiday, no school. I go out there the Friday and I help him rolling the pitch, wetting the pitch. And when he leaving about two o'clock, I think he was going to pay bill. He said to me, he said to me, I want when I come back, this pitch looking in match condition, Jim. So put in some work. He didn't tell me what to do. He said, put in some work. He probably tra- trying me now to what I'm going to do. So when he leave, I wrap my roller with my plastic, man. And I sprinkle it. It's <laughs> a nice sprinkler. And I roll it out with that moisture. And when he come back, he said to me, man, I can't believe you do this quality work. This is the first time I see you work on your own. You are good. That's what he said to me. And from that, I take it up. As a little boy growing up playing cricket, a preparing a playing cricket growing. Now, when I take up this job full time, I was I was playing for Centre Mass in Senior Cup. And one one day when I go and we look at the wicket, I say, Man, what kind of wicket is? The wicket some part dry, some part wet. Some part I say, Man, this is not good. So I decide that because I love cricket and I love the pitch, want to be prepared good. I said, all right. I go down there one, up, no, after training one Thursday evening, I decide, so we're going to cut training early and wet it up. And then we go down there this Saturday morning. We have, we have game Sunday. And I go down there this Saturday, you know, and roll it out with the man, you know, and engineer the work, you know. And when, when the captain come, he said to me, say, no, we have a new groundsman here. And I said, no, me come down, come help them, man. He said, me never know you're good like that. <laughs> so me continue playing the game, playing the game, and dealing with the pitch. Now, me used to captain the team. Anytime me go out and see a pitch that good for bat, and me win the task. Me not give him my task. Me a bat. 
Because me love bat, and if the wicked good for bat, me must bat. So when me win the task, them no want me win the task. The kind of pitch, me have the knowledge. Me going bat, or me going field. And once me bat, you know the pitch good. So me start to go on, go on, go on. Now, we move on. Go to St. Catherine. Start to play senior cup for St. Catherine. Working with St. Catherine Sugar Factory, Inswood, at the age of 32, 33. You no, used to, you used I, to play with like William Hay? You used to play, yeah, play man. Play play play. Yeah, in a sugar cricket, okay. yeah, yes. Yeah. Peters, William Hay, the whole of them. Hallis and all of mm-hmm. them. So, working with Injured Sugar Factory, I started out as a field head man. Now, I used to captain the, the Sugar Estate team, Injured at that time. So, when I come to practice at evening time, man, the pitch was a disgrace. We, we used to call it, we used to ask the ground man, what kind of pitch this man that your sugar you up on the top? Because when you rub your hand up your dust. <laughs> so, me and I are it now. So, me say no. Me go down at the factory the next morning and me go to the manager, the factory manager. And me say, manage, me have a problem with the ground. These guys not doing a good job, so we have to make some improvement. He said to me, you know about pitch? Me said, yes, you know about pitch. Very good. He said to me, say, okay, from now on, Chedwin Park Commander, your supervision. Now, if the factory manager tell you that, you know, that means you have to accept it. Because I'm going to make it public. I'm going to send out memo for that. So, me go up, me go up the, the Thursday morning. And I call the guys them who work there and I say, listen, them know me well, cricketers know me work. So I call them and I say, listen, I talk to Mr. Sullivan. That the, me, not, me not tell them that, I talk to Mr. Sullivan that they're not doing a good job because they said that you need to motivate people. Yeah. So you I tell them, you. yes, I tell them, I talk to Mr. Sullivan and I tell him that the place needs some improvement, it needs more addition, it needs somebody to supervise the place because there's nobody supervising so we can get better results. Do you know what them said to me? Them said, man, me know you, you know you can't bat. Me know you born a, born a pitch. You know you can't bat. Me said, no worry about that, man. It's all right. And me jumping on my van, you know. And me go down at the stores, down at the factory. And me get some, some plastic, and me get some tapes, and me come back up, man. And me said to them, say, all right. That time, my second when me and him work as head man, him know me not come in a field, me, they are Chedwin Park, right? Because me and him coordinate. Me tell them, bring out the hose and everything, and me do the wetting now. When me wet, me say, all right, make it blow off a little bit, and me check it, me say, all right, spread out them plastic here. Spread out this plastic right over it, and then spread it out, and we put down some, when, <clears throat> them time we now have no sandbag, we put down some black to hold it down so the wind now take it up, you know? Mr. said, all right, bring up the roller and roll. And then roll, say, about 40 minutes. And then we say, if them to move the plastic. We said, no, don't move it, leave it. Just take a break. So we sit down find the roller and we chat. And, you know, me, I motivate them because I don't want to make them feel bad like me. I try to, you know, bring them down. Motivate them. And I say, you see, when we finish, we're not going to be the best groundsman when we're done. And that's how I have them. And we say, all right, mm-hmm. come again. And then roll, say, another 40 minutes. So 80 minutes are rolling, I say, move the plastic. You see when they move the plastic and them see the pitch? You say, man, we never see nothing like this. And you know, practice our go on the evening, you know. And it roll out nice. Me, me line it up and we mark the crease. Senior cup, 
training going on. Leonard mm-hmm. Chambers. I don't know if you know that name, Leonard Chambers. Oh, yeah, Leonard Chambers. Yeah, man. He's a selector for the youth team for 20 year and manager and senior team. When he come practice he that he evening. Years ago. He, mm-hmm. No, man, he's not dead, man. Len Chambers? Yeah, I'm not new year. We'll talk about that next time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, when them turn up for training, all the St. Catherine senior cup players and everybody turn up for training, and them see the pitch, them say, Jesus Christ. I mean, I forget the same word they use. Them say, oh, them bring in a new curator now, so them boy not over here no more. Mr. said, no, man. Me said, me make the changes, man. Them say, you know, them said to me, them said, Sam, you mean you know about pitch so good and you're there so long and I know you're sad? Let me tell you, it was a talk of the town from that time till now. That is a complete turnaround with the pitch. Next thing, me go New Yarmouth. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, go play a Busterman, the final. And me leave them to prepare the pitch. Because we have senior cups Saturday and Sunday. So me I come back Friday night late, like about 11 o'clock. When me come 11 o'clock, me drive over Chedwin Park. And me go out there in the dark and me rub me hand on the pitch. So, and when me feel it, me not feel the sheen like when me supposed to feel. Me feel dust. So me know say it now properly wet and roll out. So, it's all right. It look like me I forgot to do some work in the night, you know. And me go out back and the security guard and me a good friend, him named Haswell. Me say, Haswell, me I do some work tonight on that pitch, you know, because me not satisfied it. And we turn on sunlight when we can see as well. Say, all right, I'm going to help you, man. And me and him go out there, you know. And me sprinkle it nice and spread out my plastic. And me roll it. Me work for three hours in the night. And then me left. Because me just live next door. Sugar State House. And me go up to sleep. And come back down by six o'clock. Again, come use the light roll and roll it. Then me see the grounds, man. Then I come out after seven. You cannot come and work seven o'clock when you have seen the cup. You must die the ground from six. So there's a guy named Brocky. Hey, There's a guy named Brocky that cook for the club. Him riding bicycle and come same time. And when him check, him say, man, me tell them yesterday, say, anyhow as you come in tonight, you check the pitch and you go prepare it over. So, me have a certain pride when it comes to the pitch. Me have a pride that me can't forget. It has to done properly for me. Right, right. And I just want to say I stand corrected there, man, because... Uh, um, Leonard Levy is the one who talking. Leonard Levy died twenty twenty four. Yes. But Leonard Chambers is yes. still alive and well, as you say, seventy nine years old in New York. Yes, right I'm in yeah. New York. I'm in New York. It's Leonard Levy. Yeah, Levy is the one. That yes. Yes. Right. Can I pose another question, Mr. Chambers? The the job of create curator does it require technical or book learning or just practical learning? It, well, it, it, you can, yes, it requires book learning, but that's when you advance. You can read the book before you advance. It wouldn't make no sense. No, in, in other words, if, if the local club wants to get somebody of the kind of caliber that you are, yes. how do they, where do they say, look, I want to apply for a curator? How do they know they've got the right person? What sort of qualification do they look for? Other than, for, in your case, we know of your very long tenureship in preparing the wickets and the practical approach. But is there such a thing as a book type qualification that one can No. Reading a book reading a book to become a curator is waste of time. Okay. 
It don't make sense. Why well, would ex- explain? Explain? Explain why you said that? Because I, I, no, I know, no, I know no, you have every... an outline. You you have to acquire knowledge over a period of time, and yes. you know, so you have to start somewhere. So to have a no. book to tell you, like for instance, some of the <laughs> information that you have disseminated uh, go this evening uh, to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. If that is put on a book, it would help because that helps. What you what you just explain? No, no, All you're right. Here, and, you're and right, but what I'm saying form that that will go far away. No, you're right, but what I'm saying, you have to train that person first before him start to read the book. Because a, a curator job is not like you say, okay, I want you to become a curator, so I'll give you this book to study. Yeah, we fully it, it understand be- that in everything you're doing, you need to do some apprenticeship. We, we know that. Yes. So yes. what, 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 what I would do, what I would do, I would say, if you want somebody to train, I say, send him to me. Right? Send him to me, yes. and yes. I'll train him. So I'll have him on the ground. I'll say, okay, probably I will, I will show him how you wet the pitch, how you roll it, how you maintain it, and everything like that. Now, you will understand this person. If you have that knowledge to learn, or you don't have it, or you don't interested, or you don't like, you will know that in a few days. No. Give, give me five seconds. Give me five seconds. Give me five seconds. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are inside the Lawrence Yagaro Hour. From eight to nine is the Lawrence Yagaro Hour. So we are having discussion right now in the Lawrence Yagaro Hour, former uh, West Indian cricketer. Yeah, back to you, sir. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you bring that person on the ground to train him and you realize that he loves the work, he's willing to learn, and you start to give him the basics on the ground, what you do, then you can give him a manual. So he can start to read the manual and then he will gather some knowledge from it. But if you just give somebody a manual to read, I don't think that's the right way to start. No, as I, said okay. before, as I said before, we are all aware that you have to go through some apprenticeship. That means yes. the person can just show interest, just like, for instance, how you got started. You showed interest mm-hmm. in, in, in fixing the pitch because the, the, the groundsmen weren't available. And mm-hmm. when the groundsman, came, the head one, when he came and saw you and saw what you did, then he said, boy, you know, you're good and whatever. As, by the way, for, as of this evening, your name is going to be Samuel Goody Goody Plumber. So it's along the same line. The person shows interest. So what you, you take them under your wing, so to speak, and then uh, as you go along, yeah, man, that, that's how it is. That's how it is. Yes, yeah, once they show interest and love it, man, you can give him all the things that required so he can come up like you. I'd just like to introduce Mr. Plummer to, to Jatsna. Jatsna hails from Tampa, and she is responsible for train, training a lot, lots of um, ladies. My question to you is if, in fact, that women are making themselves available to you to be trained as a curator, or you intend to have a camp, where you, you train youngsters. But firstly, let me introduce Jetsna. Jetsna, Mr. Sam Plummer. Uh, yes, good evening, everybody. And Mr. Plummer, you said? Plummer. Plummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good evening. Uh, this is Jetsna from Tampa. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, uh, good and evening. I'm here from Good Evening. Uh, very nice uh, to uh, meet you, talk to you over the phone. Um, yeah, I'm here in Tampa and trying to promote women uh, girls cricket uh, here. Uh, I'm also coaching uh, youth. Um, mostly boys are there at the moment. Some girls I see. Um, but uh, I'm trying to uh, help and promote uh, women's cricket, girls' cricket uh, in U.S. Uh, I also, I'm also playing with my Tampa Sunrisers team. Um, that's all I'm doing at the moment. No. No. Yeah. My question, though, to him is if he, he is coaching and any, any women show interest in his in being a becoming a coach. And you may want you as you are training quite a few ladies. They may need may may want to siphon an offer being a um, a curator. Being the being a creator in here in no. Tampa, Florida. Curator. Curator. One who. One who prepares, prepares pitches. Somebody who can can prepare the grounds and the pitch. That's what mm-hmm. they mean. Yes. Now, as you are more or less doing a lot of training with the ladies, maybe they may may want to help preparing wickets and uh, pitches. No, if not. I think they just want to play. They just want to play. Uh, not like me. I just want to play. <laughs> no, I I I do, but I'm very hard to uh, recruit uh, women and girls in Florida. I don't know. They're in in the college, university, like I mentioned before. Also, uh, they they play. I coach them, and then they graduate, and they are all gone to the other states. But and then they don't mm-hmm. follow cricket anymore. Yeah, but this is what's uh, happening. There's going to be need for people who who. Who prepares wickets or pitches? So pitches. Do you have a ground for yourself just... over there? Pitches. Um, I can. I don't know who would do that. Pitches. Um. No, but it's my, just a thought. My it's just a thought coming from me. And, and oh, the thought is coming not, from you. Mm-hmm. And he was asking me whether or not you you have uh, a ground over there. So. You may want oh, to tell you something. The ground mm. field we do. My my Tampa Cricket mm. League is is there. Yes, we have a ground. Okay, you have an artificial we, pitch. It is Martin, right? It is, Martin. Ma, yeah, Martin. Okay. Mm. So you're Martin, not interested in putting in a clear wicket? Uh yes we are. actually one premier uh, cricket league is called uh, they have pitches, but that's in a little bit away from where we are. So it's in still Florida, but it's in um, Wesley Chapel, it's called, okay. or mm. or Zephyr Hills area. Okay. Yeah, they do they do have pitch there, but mainly boys are playing there, and if we have to play there, we have to get permission from them, from their, that organization. Okay. Especially for girls and women, if they decide to play there. 
I get a follow. Well, if and if and when you're interested to put a picture, I can assist you. So you can contact me through Mr. Leon Francis. Oh yeah, sure, definitely. We'll do that. Yeah. All okay. right. You hear that from Samuel Goody Goody Plumber? You hear it from Mr. Plumber? <laughs> <laughs> and I want be, 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 I want to ask him a question too. Arlie. Arlie, are, there, are there any ladies on, Arlie, your, on, your, on your team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please, please, Arlie, let me dig in this question before I forget. Mr. Okay. Plummer, are you interested in writing a book? Yes, I'm interested in writing a book. I thought about it really? a few times, but yes, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. What has kept you back from doing so? It will make good reading and it will sell well. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I can put a book together, but you want to be the promoter? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, but I could help in any way I could. You know I'll do that. Yes, I have, I have, I have so much experience and things to put out in that book, man. All right. So, guys, you heard it first from Mr. Plummer. He wants to write a book. He wants me to assist. Who else wants to put their uh, hand up? Anybody else? Let me ask a question there. I know you were saying when you guys were playing in Jamaica, I think on when you was rolling the pitch or fixing the pitch, when you guys used to call yourself from like the ex players, you know, you used to give yourself the name the name of the ex players. What name did you give yourself at the time there? As ex player? Yeah, mm-hmm. you remember said um the, 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 the team, you used to, they used to call it themselves, whether it's um, Lawrence Rowe or um, Viv Richards oh. or Garfield Sobers or whatever, what name you, um, you, you would call yourself? You should and Mr. Leon Francis know that already, man. <laughs> what well, we don't know. Viv Richards, <laughs> man. Yeah, he, he said he, he backed with, but, that's why we are friends, man. That's why you, you gotta beat the ball like him. <laughs> we used to beat the ball seriously, man. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And at least, at least, me and you play together and you see a little bit of me. Yes, a little bit of you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, the question I was asking and, and Leon, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, we're talking yeah, about ahead. ladies and being uh, uh, curators. Uh, are there any ladies on your team uh, over there in Texas? No, there's no there's no female on the team, but there's a lot of female around the cricket, but they don't involve with the grounds. Okay, just just want to know. Mm-hmm. Dennis, okay, I have yes, um, Mr. Plummer. To, to, in in the United States right now, we have people playing matches on regular turf, wickets, astro turf. We have concrete. We have matting. In your opinion, if we can't play on a turf wicket, what would be the, your recommendation for the next best surface to play on? Would it be just plain matting put down on uh, grass or matting on concrete or astroturf? What would be your recommendation? I would, I would recommend the, you, you put on a good concrete and put the carpet over it. Oh, carpet, mm. meaning the astroturf or the matting? Carpet, matting, matting. No, no, you have the you, you have the carpet. Like carpet. Like yes, something like that. That would carpet. Yeah, you'd get a better surface than the matting. 
But mm-hmm. you, you know something? That's that? why we have a, the fifty-fifth right now. The, the concrete and then the the, yes. the, the the carpet on it right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's but, that's outstanding, man. <clears throat> but everybody in the United States that have a ground should try their best to upgrade it to clear base. Based on how cricket taking off in the U.S. now. Absolutely. But the, mm-hmm. the matting, the concrete with the carpet, as you said, does the bounce not be too, uh, too much, if I might use that term for want of a better term? You know, it, a quick bowler gets an awful lot of lift on those dep- uh, it, concrete surface. It's not no, it bowling, is it? No, is the, if you put on a nice smooth concrete and you put that special carpet over it, you will get just fairly bounce, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's when the okay. underneath part is not good. You get a lot of uneven bounce. Okay. I just said. Simon, you. do you have any questions? Simon? Yeah, I was taking up with Mr. Plummer and his knowledge about the cricket preparation, the pitch and all those things. I forget all about that. Okay, Mr. Plummer, well, yeah. I have a question for the panelists. I don't know if um, the president wants you to answer. Uh, I have a question. Are you ready for no. me, Mr. President? Am I ready? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, ladies, gentlemen, the question for tonight is, uh, could you tell me Australia's highest score in a test innings, test innings now, the highest score in one innings in test, Australia. And you tell me the number of runs scored and for bonus points against which team. I'm going to repeat it. Tell me the highest score Australia scored in cricket in one innings and against which team for bonus points. And the rules are there's no open book. You just make an educated guess if you don't know. I will pass that first? one. I'm going to guess 810 against England. Okay. When they used to play eight ball overs. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> Anyone else? How about you? <laughs> Dennis, come on in, Dennis. I, I, Four four hundred and fifty, but I don't know who it is against. I will take a guess that it no, might have been against. That bar is very low. That bar is very low. <laughs> low, low. Go that's ahead. okay. That's that's okay. How about Virgil? Virgil. Must be like my yes score test. Yeah. No, no, I'll say I'll say eight hundred and something, man. Okay. <laughs> eight hundred and eight hundred and twenty. Eight hundred and something, I think. Something. Against which team? Against which team? Um. Virgil? Oh, I'm going to say England now. Okay. Just make it up. Just make it up. 850 against England. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And um, no, who is left? Mr. Who is left you, want, you, want, you want to have a guess, Mr. Plummer? Plummer. Mr. Plummer. No, Mr. Plummer, I see. Make a guess. Okay. You can guess. Uh, okay, right. we have everyone. I, I know. I know it's eight. I know it's eight hundred and something. I I don't know. I don't know how much, but because eight twenty five. Eight twenty five. Eight twenty five. Okay, Mister Plummer said eight twenty five. I remember um, when I was revising it, revising it some years ago, 
And sometimes ago, I remember I said, oh, but the West Indies hadn't, West Indies should have made that. They were 700 and almost 800. I said, oh, West Indies hadn't made 800, but I know England did, Australia did. So it's eight, it's eight, eight something, uh, yeah, against England. All something right. is what? I'm something. Make a guess. Eight, twenty, years, <laughs> thirty-eight, forty years. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with Jetna. Any number that you write, even though it's eight, twenty, I'm gonna agree with Jetna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Simon, give us your answer. Okay, answer will be revealed from my book, London, uh, MCC is Australia scored seven fifty-eight for eight against West Indies. Fifty-four, fifty-five. Seven fifty-eight. Seven fifty-eight. Seven fifty-eight. I know. I know. So, so I know. England, England make nine something and Sri Lanka. Right? But this is Australia. Australia. Oh. No, I, I understand. Australia. I understand. But I thought, I thought so Western is scored more. Scored in England. Western is scored seven ninety-two or seven ninety. Yeah, Western yeah. was in the seven nineties, and I say I know we didn't yeah. make eight hundred. No, we didn't make 800. All right, so thank you. Mr. Plummer, would, yes. would you give Simon a question now, see if he can answer anything, anything in 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 preparing wickets? Just yeah, give him a question. I, I know he's going to give me a difficult one, like how many bales on the stumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Mr. Simon, to, to yeah, prepare a cricket pitch, to prepare a cricket pitch for an international game. Say for a test match. How many days in advance do you need? I would give a guess now on top of my head. I'll say five days, at least five days before you play. I'll guess no. at least five days before. No, 14 That's just days. A guess now. 14 days. 14, okay. Why, why, why so long? You know why 14 days? No, say so you, sta- so, so you, you start to prepare a test wicket five days before the test, right? And, and the first day you come out to start, you got rain. Yep, you can't work. And you got rain for two days straight, so you can't do no work. Right. You're not going to be able to prepare that wicket in three days. That's why they tell you 14 days in advance. So if you have two or three bad days, don't affect you. Yeah. You have enough time. So 14 days is the appropriate time. And now you see, Mr. President, how much we learn from this game, from this show. That's why I love to come on this show. Yeah. We learn so much from you men who know the game so well. Thank you, Mr. Plummer, because I didn't know that. Thank You're you. welcome, man. Um, let, let me say something there. I was, agree- I was agreeing with Jetna because I thought her husband was on the computer Passing the answer, and no, I, no, I'm locked out. What? Tell your husband I said he let, he let me down tonight because I thought he was passing the answer on to you. <laughs> well, yes, well yes. I get I get some Virgil. I must say I get some calls from people who says who said that they were so, they laughed themselves out of, they, they could not control their laughter last week when you asked the guys, tell the guys about the beautiful city. Yeah. You know where. And they yeah. were oh, very good. You know, yeah. I, I, 
beautiful city of Lauder Hill. city of Lauder Hill, man. Don't forget it. Mr. President, I'd like to ask Mr. Plummer a question before he leaves. Go ahead, Mr. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, Mr. Plummer. You played cricket and you prepared pitches and all that. Uh, what part did you play in the game, cricket number one, number two, number three, number four? What part of batting? What, what, what number were you? 90% of my days are cricket. I won't be batting. Okay. Mm. Okay. I just wanted to know. Yes. Thank you so much. And you, you are very knowledgeable. You know your work. And the way mm-hmm. you prepare your pitches and all that. So you do this work right here in America still, or you retired now? No, man. I'm not, I don't have no retirement in my capacity right now. And uh, the, oh, I, 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 have the energy, I have the energy to continue. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Because you are very knowledgeable. You know your work. Thank you. Okay. But next, uh, next, next thing. To... No, is anyway... Um... When those other games coming down here to play in Dada Hill, um, you're involved in help preparing the, um, the pitch down here? Yes, I'm always involved because that's what I'm going to say. Okay. I, I still commend that ground in Lada Hill, that uh, outstanding ground. And don't, don't, don't forget okay. that Milton Taylor, the curator, I'm doing an outstanding job on it because I know what he's done. And from time to time, I'm involved in helping preparing during international game, and I still will help. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if if I may, Mr. President, one more question for Mr. Plummer. Mr. Plummer, if I say, look, I want you to prepare a pitch for me, and I ask you to prepare a pitch for spin or for pace, does it make a difference? Yes. Okay, what's the difference? Because you're asking me to do pitch fixing now. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would be listening to you oh, But he didn't say that before right. So what I'm going to say now <laughs> Yes, because you are telling me Specific what kind of pitch you want That is a farmer fixing No, okay Now, now, okay. now As a curator Yes, yeah, as a curator I will resign any ground I'm working. I will resign immediately if the authorities for the ground demand that I should prepare a certain pitch. I would resign immediately. Okay. Okay. And I, and I would make it. And I, and I would make it public. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. The authorities, whether the coach, the manager, the owner, it don't matter who, don't suppose to involve in telling you what type of pitch they want. No, I don't believe in that. Okay, we want thank to you. Apologize. We want to apologize for our other guests. We oh. have not heard from him, or, so we'll have to go right ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Plum. Yeah, I don't believe in somebody, whether players or management or authorities, coming up to you and tell you that, oh, we play in a team next week, and they don't, they don't have any spinner. So we want you to prepare a spin wicket for them so we can have, bowl them out because we have spinner. 
No, I won't. Yeah. I, I have a I question when you finish. When you finish, please. Mm. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Plummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I go ahead, Leah? Yeah, sure. Okay, Mr. Plummer, for years and years and years, um, we are aware of the fact that when you when you go to when you go to England or Bangladesh and those places, those pitches are specially prepared for spinners, right? And um, especially we West Indians, are, when it comes to playing the spin, you know we we, we are very vulnerable where that is concerned. And uh, certain certain grounds you go, you know, it's renowned for being very fast, right? Very fast pitches. And it's prepared that way. Uh, are you telling me that that is match fixing? Uh, no, well, it's two different. It's two different way of doing it. Now, yeah, I just, I everybody, just to throw it out discuss it. Yeah. All right. Go Listen. Ahead. For instance, let me use Perth in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody know Perth in Australia is going to be quick, so it's not a, it's not yeah. anything fixed. Mm-hmm. So if I'm preparing a wicket here. That is the sort of pitch I'm going to prepare. Quick and good pace and good bounce. That means good batsmen are going to play shot, and that is what I want. But when you are telling me now that you want a spinner wicket, no, that, that means you're telling me something different. In Bangladesh, in Bangladesh and this place, this is what they used to. This is the sort of pitch they used to. But when they overdo it, when they overdo it, you can know it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I can follow the next because uh, yeah. people yeah, always say, you know, um, the pundits and you know, cricket experts always say, oh, when we go to such and such countries, they prepare the pitches to, to you know, to suit themselves, suit the bowlers. Why aren't the West Indians? preparing pitches to suit or bowlers and uh, you know whatever so um that's why that's why i asked the question you know that's why i asked the question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we knowing in the west indies back in the days to prepare quick bouncy wicket that's what we used to especially in sabina park and barbados so every touring team that used to come to the caribbean always encounter some serious space at sabina some serious space at Kensington Oval Barbados. When you go to Guyana, you go to Bat in Paradise. Yeah, that's true. So we know mm-hmm. all of that. But we we in the Caribbean never used to prepare wicket for spinner. Even when we used to produce good spinner, we still never used to prepare wicket to suit spinner. But our good spinner would dominate with length and line and variation. Because mm-hmm. our spinner we used to have back in the days could turn on a glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. I, I, I remember Oatmeal Miles. Oatmeal Miles was a very good spinner. You took, you know, variation and all, stuff like that. All backside. All backside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every, every wicket, every wicket that's prepared hard and nice, good spinner will bowl you down if you can't bat. And, Bru- and, going... and Bruce Wellington. Remember Bruce Wellington yes. at lefty? Bo- he, oh, yeah. He, he, was, uh, he was very good, Bruce Wellington. Because a good spinner will get bounced and coming on to you. So they will, they will hold you if you're not batting well. Pre- 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 Mr. Plummer, preparing a, a wicket for pace 
and one for spin. Is there any difference in the work that you have to to do to make sure yes. that it spins or misses? Yes. Can you explain? Are we, Can you explain? Are we kid for a, a wicked for a fast bowler? This is a wicket that roll out with a lot of water till it compact, real hard. So that is a good fast bowler wicket, which will suit good batsman. Now, for spinner, you, you, you wet the wicket and you let it dry out before you start to roll it. Dry out so it becomes untapped, dusty, so you get good grip and turn. That's for spinner. Mm-hmm. Any other questions for any, from any yeah. other yes. of the panelists? Is it- yeah, I'd like to ask Mr. Plummer. He's obviously well schooled in the, uh, you know, in in uh, curating and of course in playing the game because I know he has a reputation as a uh, a, a scorer of runs. He, we have been experiencing the major minor league cricket for the past five six weeks. Has Mr. Plummer been able to watch any of these games and what is his initial thought or thinking? about the minor league cricket that he's seen so far? Well, I think it's a big improvement in the United States for better things to come. Because next season, I think they're going to call it major league. That means it's a a higher level. So what they are doing now is putting things together now to probably get better players in a pool to put it like how you have CPL. Mm Okay. But and, it's a, it's a great move. Yeah, it's a great move. And it brings to mind that the need for more curators and umpires and you name it. This is going to be big. I understand lots of Indians are retiring from cricket or asking for NOC, the no objection. Yes. Clause, in they want to come to the U.S. The, they want to come to the U.S.A. Yes, indeed. And it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Mr. Plummer, you have broken a record. You are the longest interview that we ever had. Uh, am I correct in saying that, gentlemen? And ladies? Well, we think so. Okay. Not just... Yeah, from not just, like, not just. It's not just the longest, Leon, but the yes. one that has really had us thinking deeply about that match, you know, each time we walk out there on that turf, we think now we can go out there and we think a great deal more of play, of people like Mr. Plummer who's put so much into it to make the game exactly what we come to like and love so much. Thank you so much for your efforts over the years. Yes, and I do yes. wish that somehow somebody can find a way to get some of that knowledge you have put down on paper so that it is not lost and we can build on it. Thank you so much, Mr. Plummer. You're welcome, thanks. You see, as, as, a, as, a farmer, as a farmer player, I know the importance of getting the ground in the best condition for the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Just, just one final question that comes to mind. As a curator, are you responsible for the outfield as well? Yes, the outfield and the pitch, you're responsible for. So, mm-hmm. is not everybody can build a cricket field and a pitch. There's mm-hmm. a lot of groundsmen cannot build it, but they can prepare it. 
So when you when you can build a cricket field and pitch at the highest level, that will tell you the kind of knowledge you possess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this brings me to ask you for your final word as we just around going to be wrap up in the next 15 minutes, 17 minutes. So give us your final thoughts. Anything that you may want to say to the general public and anything that you may have forgotten? Can you uh, Mr. President, before you go, one last question yes. for Mr. Plummer. One last question. Uh, Mr. Plummer, right. uh, do you think that cricket would ever catch on in this country like football? Well, what I call football. I'm from England. What I call football is not what you call football. Do you think cricket will ever catch on here? Yes, I think so. It has the potential. And if you look at the minor league, that will tell you that big things can happen for cricket in the United States. Exactly. Oh, that was the answer I wanted to hear from you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Your final thoughts, Mr. Plummer. And we want to just thank you, just like um, Mr. Dennis just said. Oh, be- yeah. Yeah, I want to thank you for your presence. You could have found some other place to be tonight, but you spent almost two hours with us. Yeah, seven, seven to a quarter to seven to, to eight. Well, tonight. well, it was good to be to back after such a long time. I really enjoyed tonight. I always enjoyed, but I enjoyed yes. more tonight. And I'm looking yes. forward for almost every week to be on this show again. Now, when it comes to this work, it is very important for people to have good interest and class yourself and operate as a professional when you're doing this job because it is a recognizable job. It's not something mm-hmm. that people look down on you. It's a real recognized job, especially when you're good at it. Yes, indeed. indeed. We know you are quite good at it. Yes, indeed, so. And we know you are the best, Mr. Plummer. Well, I, well, I try my best all the time to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> a quick question for Mr. Best. Plummer, may I? Yes, yes. go ahead. How much, how much does it cost to make this pitch we're talking about? All right, to build If you're talking about right. just one pitch, right? Okay. Which is which is ten feet wide, but I would say twelve feet wide by seventy six feet long. It would cost ten thousand uh-huh. dollars. Okay. Uh, uh, that and is that We know that we don't have dirt in um flop, uh, in most most everything is sand. So where the dirt? Where, where do you get that soil from? We, we we are in in Texas. Anywhere you go and dig, it's clear. Just like the Caribbean, most of the Caribbean you no, get no, clear. I'm ta- Just no, here. I'm talking about for like down here. I know we don't have um. Oh, it's there. difficult. But if you're gonna build difficult. one here, yeah. If you're gonna yes. build one here, where do you get the the the, the dirt from? And what's the difficulty to get the, the 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 soil out of one state to bring it to another one? It's not so difficult. What you have to do, you okay. think you'd have to get a permit. The travel, but the, the but but the easiest way. There's a company in Florida. Pro grounds, they bring in clay. That that's where the county 
brought the clay from. So it would be easier for you to purchase it from them. Mm-hmm. All right. But when I say ten thousand dollar, when I say ten thousand dollar, that is the, the curator fee. But based on the organization you're doing it for, you could make it lesser. Mm-hmm. And and of course yes. that's a one fit. If you're gonna do like two or three, that you can alternate use. It's gonna be a yes, you, much more. You can always go lower with the price just to suit the condition. Yeah, the Florida go, awesome. goes by the county, so we have to go by the county. No, they have the contact people that you can buy the clay from. Okay. It is much easier for you to get it from them than getting it from out of state. It's going to cost you more. Mr. Plummer, we want to thank you so, so very much. And we look forward to when you commence that writing that book and publish, have it been published. We will help in any way we can. To make sure yeah, we're going to I'm going to talk to you off the year about that. All right, we will we'll talk. Thank you so, so very much. We know we use up a lot of your time, but it was worth repeating. And we I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. After such a long accent, I enjoyed We do so immensely well, as well. Well, Plumber. Final thoughts, gentlemen? If, yeah, no, let me say something. Plumber, even though we haven't seen each other for a very, very, very long time, it was glad. Uh, it, it was a pleasure to hear your voice. At least we still know each we, other. You know, around. Virgil. You know, when we meet up, we always associate ourselves as carding, like we used to be a club member, man. You know that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I've been, I've been Florida um, sometime in the end of September after this tournament finish. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So we will meet up again, man. Thank you. Well, what time is it now? Where you are, Mr. Plummer? All right. Tuesday and Thursday, we are always at the, the sport, and at the sport bar, 55th practicing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'll be, you know, we drop by all the time when we're around, man. Okay. No problem. Good, bro. good, man. That's awesome. Folks, yes. your final thoughts. Jetsna, give us your final thoughts before Mr. Plummer goes. Mr. Plummer, good evening, everybody. Again, it was very nice. Uh, talk show today for the pitch um, learn a lot of course I know some but still uh, there's always new to learn well everybody be safe and take care and it was very nice talking mm-hmm. to you Mr. Uh, Plummer we'll keep in touch yes indeed. and good night nice. everybody good night Simon good night before you go I'll be in the neck of your wood this this um, this Weekend coming up, some boat in Tampa with a plane of master. I'll be in, neck of, in the neck of your wood. All right. Okay. Mr. Francis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come on, Mr. Francis. Can you give Virgil my number for me? Yes, I'll do. Yes, definitely. All right. Mm-hmm. You see, when you say Mr. Francis, no, I thought it was me you're talking to, not me answer you, but then, yeah, all right. We go. Yes, it's all right. <laughs> no problem. Yes. Go ahead, Mr. Simon. You, Simon, you had your last thing? Yes, okay. and I'll be happy to close out. I want to say yeah. it was a wonderful, wonderful evening. I've learned so much from you men and ladies who know the game so well. Mr. Plummer, it was a pleasure talking with you. And you know your work, and keep on doing it. I think you're at the top of your um, grade now, and you can pass on a lot of this knowledge to the younger people coming up. And I'd like to see cricket before my eyes close. 
I like to see cricket as a household name in this country as it is in West Indies, England, India, Pakistan. That's my hope. You have a wonderful right. evening, everyone, and be safe. Yes. We'll talk again next week Sunday on the Cricket Show from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful evening, all. Good night, and God Good bless night. you. And be safe. Indeed. Night. Yes, indeed. How about you, Virgil? Your final thoughts? It was a pleasure to have you on the show with us tonight, Plummer, as always. And I was really impressed with everything that we hear tonight. And looking forward again to another big discussion, probably with you next time. And to all the listeners out there, I hope you enjoy it. And see you again. Talk to you again next week. Dennis, your time to say bye-bye. And... I well, must say that enjoy summer. that birthday with that lovely lady of yours. Thank her thank for you coming much. on. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you very much. Mr. Plum, I'd like to say thank you for your time. We appreciated very much your knowledge. Congratulations on your achievement. And once again, I admire the, your integrity. You are such mm-hmm. a splendid uh, and, uh, person to talk to, and I thank you so much for all that you've done for cricket in your lifetime. Thank you, and long may you continue. Thank you very thank much. You, Mama, why you. don't you tell them about some of the accolades that you have gotten from, especially from the Western Cricket Board and others? I forgot. To well, um, a, a lot, a lot of people doesn't know my background in terms of certified. I, I, I just did. A few months ago, an online course with ICC Curator Workshop, and I just got a new surfing ticket from them. That is another piece of document in my hand. Now, Mr. Francis, no, because I think I sent him my documents a, yes, a couple yes, months ago. But yes. I'm very qualified on paper. But I don't look at papers, because there's a lot of people who qualify on paper, but they cannot do the job. But, right. it, but it's yeah. good to have right. the it good it's good to have your qualification and paper. That means when you go out there and demonstrate yourself how good you is, you can say, This is what I have, you know, this is my, my, my qualification. Take a look at them. But the job is what I count. I master the job and I know that. And I'm very honest when it comes to the job doing it. Yeah, we know that. Mm, we know that. Oddly, you find the thoughts? Yes, um, of course, um, Mr. Need, need, I need not to say any more about Mr. Plummer because everybody, you know, it's all poured on. I just want to say, just wanted to tell you that remember when you're doing that book, you have to put Samuel and Goody Goody in brackets. Samuel Goody Goody Plummer. All right? As of today, when you come on the show, you're going to tell, who is that Goody Goody? <laughs> well, it's, been, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful show, uh, of course, and... Um, um, we, of course, um, we, we did not hear from Ivor this time. We know that Ivor may be on his way home um, from from working on Cardinals. Did not come this evening. Just want to hail your brothers. And um, let's remember those people right now, Hurricane Ida is barreling right down on, on Louisiana as we speak. Right in Louisiana. The, the levee is being tested right now. So... Um, this hurricane like came out of nowhere and the anniversary of Katrina as well. Remember what mm-hmm. happened in Katrina down there? And um they are fighting they are no button down on the 
same conditions, uh, maybe not the exact condition, but another uh, it's a category four, you know, in Louisiana, right? So let us remember them, no prayers. Let us remember them because, um, you know, and remember COVID, the COVID-19 is still around. So have a wonderful week. Before I go, Just, um, just uh, this was said by Vince Lombardi. He should know, a very tough guy. You know, of course, the Lombardi trophy has been played for in the NFL. He said, the difference between a successful person and others is not the lack of strength, not the lack of knowledge, but rather the lack of will. So whatever we're doing, and Mr. Plummer had the will, that's why he's where he is right now in Croatia. Definitely. Doing the Definitely. Job, so. All right, we're talking to Mr. Plummer. I have no yes, thank you. Thank you. I have no thing like money. I have no Cadillac or no van. I can't pay my bills on time.
everybody out there happier than me.